Stationaries, we have a late game save on PlayStation storefronts tonight, as well as uh, Sony sinking some major dollars into the PC gaming and development scene. And once again, are gamers to take the blame for when games get canceled? I hope you're ready because Crossroads starts now. What's up and welcome to Crossroads PlayStation Podcast from Boss Rush Games. I am one of your hosts, Leron Dawkins, and this show wouldn't be anything without my fellow Crossroads stationaries. Austin, PlayStation Doctor. What's good, man? Austin, you're muted. The Vita might be all right. The Vita might be all right, guys. Vita Island survives another day. We live. Oh boy, and uh, uh, and I'm a mess right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I I woke I up didn't... like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know you work you work night shift. You work you work terrible shifts at night. Uh, but uh, but you got promotion coming up, right? You got you got promotion yep. and possible change yep. on shift, right? Yeah. Yep. It'll be nice. a, an hour change, but it's still a little bit of a change. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were actually sh- changing be, the whole I'll be, shift. I'll get to sleep in one hour later. But that's oh, it. Hey, hey, hey! Small hey, blessings, right? Hey. Small blessings, right? An hour right? is an hour, okay? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yep. All right, and also I want everybody to please welcome back the Land Bardies are Logan Corbins. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> and in the house tonight is also the mayor of the Deepstone Crypt. Did I say that right? Did I say you that did. right? All right, our buddy from Tower Castles, Josh Finney. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, every millennial DJ ever. Groovy <laughs> <laughs> where white people cannot keep rhythm. Video from last year. <laughs> did, did everybody see the David Guetta video last year where he's DJing like oh, on top of the Empire yeah. State Building or something? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, I know they went talking about. Yeah, and he he literally he's like, I mixed this track last night. <laughs> this one goes out to his family, and it's like, what the fuck? Did you just say that? <laughs> just say that during a live set. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, he's from he's from France. Give him a pass. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and in our coveted fifth chair tonight, please, everyone, give a big welcome to Wes from the Console Gaming Crew Podcast Show. What's up, man? Yo, crew members, what it be? <laughs> so, guys, how's the week been so far? I know it's only Tuesday, but you know, a lot of stuff can pop off on Tuesday, like all the news and events that we're going to talk about shortly. Uh, like I'm, said, not, I'm not ready up. to go back to work. You're what? Yeah, You're re- up, man. Today was a good day. I'm yeah. I'm game for today. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, it's good. It's good. We're not we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna politicize this episode that oh, no, much. Sir. But but just but just uh, just so everyone knows, like this is uh, this is Tuesday. 420 april 20th and uh some some news happening in the united states that you may want to keep abreast of so uh hopefully i'm that's all i'm gonna say because uh, like i said i'm not politicizing the show tonight <laughs> but uh but guys uh you know what since we got a lot talked about let me go ahead and get this housekeeping and let's get started all right this is Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast of Boss Rush Games. Every week we come together bringing you the latest in news, rumors, games, and general discussion in the world of PlayStation. Crossroads is live on twitch.tv slash exodus803, Tuesday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're unable to join us during a live event, Crossroads can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast apps. And if you like the show, please consider subscribing to our podcast show. We, we would love you if you do it. 
You can also see the show on youtube.com slash boss rush games and our website bossrushgames.com every Thursday. While you're there, don't forget to check out our growing family of podcast shows and remember to share, rate, and review us wherever you check out our show. Also, please take a moment and give us a follow on Twitter at PS underscore Crossroads. So guys, um, some of you know about this, some of you don't, but this is our favorite segment of the show. <laughs> because uh the boss the boss Rose games tradition is all about food so and uh and we had and we would be slacking if we didn't talk about food some uh you know every week so welcome to our what's on your plate station segment tonight is bon appetizer night basically good appetizers so <laughs> the way this breaks down is we have a we have a little bit of a format here uh we're gonna t- we're gonna talk about our favorite appetizer food we're gonna talk about have we ever just gone out and dined at a restaurant on nothing but appetizers did not order an entree at all not even yeah. dessert <laughs> and and then we're also go- and then we're gonna have the smackdown by by trying to figure out who has some of the best appetizers on their menu so we're gonna we're gonna logan is already ready question oh okay what's up question do oh, the boy. Texas Roadhouse rolls? Do they count as an appetizer, or is it just like a meal? Like, well, you I don't need... pay for them, though. <laughs> you, yeah, don't you don't pay for them, but I've literally ate nothing but that before. You've you've <laughs> never had like a you've never had you you've never had anything, not even a salad with it. I didn't eat it. No. Okay, I love the hell bread. Salad. I love... <laughs> look, 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 look. I. I work out. I work out three days a week. I, 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 you know, I'm supposed to eat healthy sometimes. Oh, so do I, but don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how to answer that because yeah, I've uh, I've ate my I've ate my my weight in Texas Roadhouse rolls too. You know, it's easy well, to do with that. But I've but you, I've also but I've also had chips and salsa. An appetizer. Yeah, and there's the other yes. good question right there. <sighs> yeah. Because if that's the case, I think you can count the rolls. Okay, I think okay. you count the rolls. Count the rolls. I'm not gonna, count okay. the chips and yeah. salsa. You know what? I'm going to be an asshole tonight. I'm not counting those <laughs> as appetizers. Why? Because that's warm-up food. That's the food they, they That's the food they get you okay. as they're when enticing you to order 10, off their menu. Nine times out of ten, you eat more rolls than Texas Roadhouse. Then you eat the eat actual food. Else. Then you eat the and actual ten food. times out of ten, you definitely eat more chips and salsa than you do. Exactly. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse in other states. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. don't call it like Oklahoma Roadkill or uh, anything. Nope. Oh. Okay. Nope. Nah, I'm outside of Philly, and there's Texas Roadhouses. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's Dang. just universal. I didn't know that went that far. Oh yeah. That's kind of shocking. Uh, you know what? I'll ask the audience. I'll ask the audience what they think. Uh, the chips and salsa at, at, at Mexican restaurants, the rolls at freaking Texas Roadhouse, the the, the unsinkable breadsticks at, at at Olive Garden and stuff like that. Is that considered an appetizer or is that like I said, warm up food? Uh, hit us up in the chat. Who wants to go first with their favorite appetizer food? <laughs> Fried calamari. Fried calamari. Fried calamari. You, know, you know what? Yeah. I. Need to make a notepad of that. Uh, fried calamari, yes. What else we got? Actually, I think fried calamari has come up the last three weeks because me and LeBron have talked about it at food <laughs> Hell trucks yes. and the Greek festival. Hell so yes. now it's the third week in a row we've talked about calamari. It's unintentional, but I just I just had a I just had a giant platter of calamari last week. <laughs> and yes, it's on the appetizer menu. <laughs> Um, I would probably have to say uh, pretzels with beer cheese. 
That's a great one to go with. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And hot mustard. We have we have a we have a dining. I'm not a mustard that does soft pretzel bites, and they deliver queso with them. Uh-huh. And my Ooh. girlfriend like they're like they're like buttered soft pretzel bites and like they've they've got oh, plenty yeah. of salt on them and oh, my yeah. girlfriend will have like one or two and she's like I don't really want that because we'll do the two for twenty five right and so they'll give us our entrees they'll give us dessert but we always get an appetizer given to given to us and let me tell you something it comes down to that or the big ass bowl of buttered popcorn literally a bowl of buttered popcorn oh, yeah. is mm. what it comes down to. And mm. so it's like, all right, how do I want to clog my arteries tonight? And that's when you know you should. <laughs> let me let me ask a question to the naysayers on the on the pretzel of mustard. Is it just because like you go to these places and they give you like some regular ass French's mustard or something? Because like when I do when I hear pretzels and mustard, it has to be because I traveled abroad when I was growing up and stuff. Like I mean, they give you like like some of the most really rustic mustard. You know, like it's 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 mustard that like the that like the Queen of England would like would would like put you know like put her pinky up as she's oh eating. come on you know she eats frenches <laughs> <laughs> so I, took I took dan from pal block over to strang hall a few weeks ago when he was in kansas city and they make an amazing um beer cheese and pretzel but they, they serve it with the homemade hot mustard Mm-hmm. That you can, it's, they ha, they leave a little bit of the mustard seed in there, so it, ha, it adds a little oh, bit yeah. more texture to it. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, nothing better than that. Have, do you guys All have right. 54th Street in your respective cities? 54th Street Bar and Grill. Yes, I, I have one two minutes from my house. I don't think okay. I don't think I, I don't think we have one out the this way. Gringo dip. Huh? Josh, the did you just call it the Gringo dip? It's the Gringo dip. That's what it's called. The so white. What is dip. it like? It's the white spinach space. It's the white spinach queso. Oh, okay. Wait, it's a white spinach queso because I've had oh. queso. I've had white queso dip, but I've never had a ke- white queso with spinach in it. That sounds white delicious. It's spinach and peppers. Oh my god, dude, that is god tier. Uh, uh. All right, so let me see. We've had we've uh, Josh had for, uh, fried calamari. Logan, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Wes had the uh, pretzels with uh, beer cheese. Uh, Logan, uh, also alligator. Alligator is always good uh, appetizer if you can get decent alligator. I've never actually, I, as people know throughout these segments, I I'm not I, I'm food diverse. Like I don't really I, I'm not really cringe when it comes to different types of food, but I've never had alligator before. I've had ostrich. Really, really I, good. Austin, I had some on uh, on Thursday, Friday, so, whatever day, Friday. So, really so what is it like? It, so the alligator is it like? Is it like how like you go to like uh, Chinese restaurants and it's like the teriyaki on a stick, except it's alligator? No, 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 no. Alligator it's, it, it, it's almost like done like uh, fried shrimp. Not in Oklahoma. <laughs> it's fried. <laughs> okay, okay, fried al- uh, fried alligator. Okay, all right, uh, Austin. Ah, uh, man, I I think I gotta go with the uh with the mozzarella sticks if uh we're not counting chips and salsa or chips and queso classic i gotta go with the mozzarella sticks that's uh but i i do agree that mustard is good on a pretzel but when you have beer cheese mustard is just in the way yeah mustard's (laughs) in the mustard's in the way like like if anything if anything mustard's the palate cleanser if, yeah. if that even makes sense, I, I love mustard. I love mustard. I just put that on my hot dog, and that's pretty much it. Is all I put on it. So I love mustard, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I gotta go with the mozzarella sticks or the potato skins. That's another one that I could. Oh, get potatoes! Down on. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, love those. Yeah. All right, well, me. I love I love egg rolls, spring rolls. 
So if mm. I go to any restaurant, whether it's, whether it's a Chinese or, or Asian restaurant, and they have egg rolls, spring rolls on the menu, cool. Yeah. See, for if me, I go, it's ragoons. If I go, oh yeah, that too. If I go, to, if I go to like steakhouses and stuff like that, um, I um, uh, if they have like the southwestern egg rolls, hell yeah, get in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Spot up this way. That's um, <laughs> they have Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Ooh, ooh. Actually, actually, this uh, this Chinese place is like right. It like it's not even like five minutes away from my house. Like five minutes drive from my house. They just added they just added Philly cheesesteak spring rolls to their menu, and I'm like, yo, y'all trying to kill me? I'll be back next week. I mean, I would have to come down and check it out, see if it's let you me know, see if it's legit because Philly cheesesteak. I mean, it's a it is a real thing that a lot of places can't replicate. Oh, for real, yeah. It's not. We a take pride. It's in that a shit. lifestyle. We take pride in that, man. Philly loves it. <laughs> so yeah. oh, is Steakum uh? <laughs> Steakum is actual representation. <laughs> Steakum is, ba- is a bastardization, but in the correct hands, if someone knows how to, if what they're actually doing with Steakum, like, you can make that shit work. Look, in a pinch, you need something quick, the kids are hungry, fine. Run with it. But, I mean, yo, if, yo, if you want, if you want, like, a legit cheesesteak, you can't go Steakum. You can't. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to go, you're gonna go shave your own steak slices and stuff like that, and, you know, just, just, get, just get down to the nitty-gritty. There you go. All right. Um. Okay. So, I guess I I guess kind of like the whole question about the about the chips and salsa and the and the and the bread rolls kind of rolls us into this. Who all who all is just dined on nothing but appetizers? This just said screw like getting like the actual menu items and stuff like that because I'm guilty. I am guilty. Yeah. Like I will go. You know. You know what's crazy? I'm guaranteed to spend more money if I decide to just eat appetizers than I am the like the actual meals, for example. <laughs> I can uh, see that. I I am I, I I kid you not. I will spend forty fifty dollars quick in a restaurant. I'm like, man, all I did was eat appetizers. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even have a meal. <laughs> when I, when I would go to like Chili's or Applebee's or anyone that offers like that three pick like three appetizers and that as like three appetizer yeah. plate that the sample platter that's always what i picked and specifically at applebee's you i would uh i would get wonton tacos and i would mm. get all three of my sampler platter or sample platter as wonton tacos so i would just have nine of those and those would be wait they will allow you to do, they, they, they will allow you yeah. to do that, i feel like yeah. i thought the applebee's out my way would be like no you can't do that <laughs> I mean, this is this is years. I haven't been at Applebee's in a long time. Like the nearest, we used to have like five Ooh. within an hour driving distance. There's one now, and uh, not very many people like to go that area. So it's uh, but I haven't been there in a while. But yeah, I would do that. Like I would go. I would just get. I just want. I want the uh, appetizer sampler. Okay, what three appetizers you want? I go, uh, wonton tacos, wonton tacos. And one ton tacos, and that's all I want. <laughs> and that's oh it. Oh my god! And I would so, eat. I love things. I uh, I've been guilty of ordering just appetizers before, but for me, it's at seafood restaurants. Oh. Um. Specifically, there's a place in Key West. Uh, I've gone there a couple times. Every time I go to Key West, I go there, and um, <laughs> me and a couple buddies. Bless. All we do is we get appetizers because they give you a gigantic plate of your appetizer 
So like one of us will get fried calamari, one will get conch fritters, and uh, oh, that sounds good. conch fritters. That sounds gets, good. Uh, one gets the uh, either the uh, tuna tataki or uh, baked oysters. Hmm. And man, let me tell you something. When they're delivering you that plate of fried calamari to you as a solo person, it's just like, oh my lord! It is just this gigantic plate of food delivered unto you. There's marinara sauce off to the side. It's delicious. You ever go to Key West? The Conch Republic is where you want to go. Noted. Delicious. Noted. Noted. Delicious. Uh, Logan, you're guilty of having just dined on nothing but appetizers at a restaurant, right? I know. I, you've already admitted that you will, that you will house like no, all the bread He's just a rolls. bread fiend. <laughs> he's the hamburger for rolls. You're muted. You're muted, brother. I what? still can't. I still can't. Hey, you're still muted. While he's muted, I would like to just say the Texas Roadhouse rolls are not that good. Oh, oh, oh somebody with a hot take. Oh, oh, Okay, had I known the this butter, I the butter, I would not have come down to Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Like, I uh, refuse awesome. to 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 dine with a man who has this belief system. This is like. <laughs> Austin, defend the yourself. Cinnamon, defend I'm yourself right you now, because I, I feel like this is I'm a repeat of this. the... <laughs> the cinnamon butter, overrated as well. I've had way better oh, cinnamon the, butter. Oh, look! Way better. God, way I am so, better. I start looking so, for a new co-host. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Josh, I'm Josh, sorry. you want the spot? You, you want the LeBron, spot, Josh? LeBron, <laughs> do, you, do you need you to come back full-time? I will come back full-time. I gotta say, though, Philly Pretzel Factory. They have some some legit legit cinnamon butter, like for real. Who That's does? some real good stuff. Okay, well, well, Austin, I I just need to know then who actually has better better rolls and butter then. Now rolls rolls can't go wrong. <laughs> Zooming just calls you out. Zooming just calls you out. <laughs> Homemade rolls is is the bomb. And I'm gonna okay. say, I mean, I mean no, no, exactly no, what Texas Roadhouse has. Roadhouse if there's not a fat, wo- like if there's not a fat little, little white creature apparently on the package, Austin doesn't like it. <laughs> no, no, we don't, we don't go with the Pillsbury Doughboy. No. I'm talking real rolls now. Texas Roadhouse rolls. I think I would like them more if they were just cooked. I hate rolls that are like that that still feel like you know they're not cooked all oh, the way. Oh, oh! So the problem I'm is you you have a, you have a problem you have a problem with like a okay. yeasty roll. You have a problem with like, a yeasty roll. He, 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 he has a problem with thick buns. I mean, that's what we're dealing oh, with. Here. And, bro, you don't like thick buns? Get out. <laughs> I'm this conversation. I'm I could say something, but my wife's right here, so I won't say it. Um, <laughs> The cinnamon butter, <laughs> there oh, is a cinnamon butter that you can buy at Sam's. I'm telling you this. Is it bad? I will, I will give you that. I will give you that. It is a, <laughs> there is a uh, Brazil, it's from Brazil. It's made in mm-hmm. Brazil, and it is bomb. It is amazing. It's the best that you can buy, 100%. Okay, so <laughs> back to the original topic. Yes, I have eaten appetizers as a meal on several occasions. Specifically, the potato wedges, man. You get potato wedges as an appetizer? Oh, dude. Those are hella good. <laughs> and then onion rings. Onion rings are real. Uh, onion rings are I don't feel like well. 
Okay, okay, so places I read Robin, they have their onion rings as a as an appetizer, but in all okay. honesty, I've always considered onion rings a side. And any place that actually offers onion rings, like I will nine times out of ten always buy them, unless they're, unless their 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 onion rings are trash. So, yeah. so the where does like the blooming onion come in a factor? Is that a oh. side or is that an appetizer? Actually, that might be my number one. Oh, awesome! I, I, feel, I feel like I feel like that's an appetizer. I honestly feel like the blooming onion is the appetizer because I mean they use they use yeah. a, they they outback for example. Like every time I order blooming onion, it's like damn near the size of, of half a pumpkin. <laughs> now Texas Roadhouse, good blooming onion. I'll God damn that. it! Can we get off Texas Roadhouse? <laughs> No, it's no, no. leading to nothing but strife for the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. So uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up then. Who has some of the? Who has? Okay, we want each person one restaurant. Who has the best appetizers on their menu? Ooh. I'm too cheap to order a starter, so yeah. Not even for the two twenty five. <laughs> So I mean, <laughs> for the two to twenty, the two for twenty-five though, I usually end up asking if I can sub in a dessert instead. Oh. Never as good of a value, okay? But I'm so indecisive that it's the only way I can get out of the restaurant quickly. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I could say one or the other. Chili's it, used to be good, but it's not. Their appetizers yeah, aren't good anymore. Chili's used to be good, in my opinion. In my opinion, uh, freaking uh, Bonefish Grill used to have really good, um, really good, uh, freaking, freaking appetizers. And now they kind of now the only thing I want from there is Bang Bang Shrimp. <clears throat> uh, are we are we gonna be like undecided? We're not gonna call a name out. Actually, of the, uh, and then you know Josh, a name that's not Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> I, I know Josh. There's there's one in Dallas. So I know they're in Texas, but Cheddar's used to have really good. Cheddar, yeah, uh, yeah. Cheddar's used to have. Cheddar, I don't know if they go. Cheddar's has gone go. by the wayside. That's yeah, true. That is true. I, I didn't know if it was the same for you all, but like ours here is like really gone downhill. They don't. They took yeah. the onion rings off the menu, which is like blasphemy to me. That's the best thing that was there. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. Yeah, Cheddar's is also Cheddar's is also like gone downhill here. I too. like, like uh, and, and I like appetizers okay pf chang's has some good appetizers i can't say the rest i can't say the rest of their food is good but pf chang's has some good appetizers uh i'd say buffalo wild wings has some really good ones yeah i'm gonna go ahead and sit down chill for a game hey wesley since since, since you bring up buffalo wild wings how do you feel about the curd burger at buffalo wild wings who the fuck is getting a burger at buffalo wild wings Thank hey, you. I could. Hey, hey, I. Hey, every now and then I partake it's, in. The, it's it's like getting something other than pancakes at the International House of Pancakes. Uh, hold, great, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just go ahead and say something real quick, though. Real quick, I make sure I test out burgers every single place I go. I don't care. I don't care where it is. I always get the in the name. You know what? You know what? I'm with I'm with Wes and Logan on this one because every now and then when I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I hit the nacho burger. God damn it. Thank you. Well, Ron, for somebody who's supposed to eat healthy, you sure as hell less healthy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Trust no, me. I spend a fat kid. We've discussed it. Yeah, oh hell yeah. No. yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Listen, listen, listen. There was a time when I was over three hundred pounds. Trust me, I know how to fucking eat. I, I know how to eat. Like I <laughs> I just I just have too big a family history of like heart disease and diabetes and all that stuff that I was like, yo, kid, you gotta get this shit under control or you're gonna die. <laughs> 
So I work out. I will ask you then, Ron. I'm going to ask you then. If I were to say best fast food burgers, would you put Buffalo Wild Wings burger in there? No, no, because I don't know. I want to hear this because this is Logan's (laughs) argument that it's the best fast food burger. Okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, order from Wendy the waitress, it is not fast food. I was, yes, exactly, Josh. Exactly. I was just about to say the same thing, too. Like, Buffalo Wild Wings is a different echelon of food that is no longer fast food because you have to go sit down, you have to wait for that order to come out to you, and it comes out to you. It comes out to you a lot longer than, like, say, you roll your ass through McDonald's or something, you know. Uh, it comes out to you a lot longer. Your wait is a lot – your wait is long enough that you actually order a beer. <laughs> it might have been exhausted because this is actually two years to the day that this episode that we're referring to came out. It was never top ten fast food burgers. It was just top ten burger places. Uh, no, it was fast it's food burgers. fast food burgers. I listened to it today. Okay, there's so nothing why, fast so why the and heck arguably debatably Sonic nothing food there? about Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> why is Sonic on there? Why is Wendy's Regular on there? Why is McDonald's we on there? Who the fuck is putting like, Sonic on their best fast food burgers, you monster? I get a chicken sandwich from Sonic. I do not get a burger from Sonic. Sonic is walking, uh, well, technically driving food poisoning. <laughs> We now, don't even now, have them around here anymore. That's what I'm saying. That's Good, what I'm saying, you're a better Josh. community for it. If Sonic <laughs> is on the best fast food burgers list, Logan considers Sonic to be on his best burger place list. That's <laughs> how bad this God. is. <laughs> well, Ron, get us out of here. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm, rep- I'm repping. <laughs> I am very uncultured, okay? I know barbecue. As Okay, yeah, I know barbecue like the back of my head, but I do not know burgers, okay? Oh, my God. I'm, 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 I'm repping this. I'm repping this segment up. If you guys are listening right now, if you guys are listening, Listening to this, hit us up at PS underscore Crossroads on Twitter. Let us know about some of your be- your favorite appetizer foods, uh, whether or not you just pick out on appetizers, and who has the oh. best appetizers on their menu. No, Logan, he has bad taste. That's who. I want to that- bring up one <laughs> more thing though. For two years since we founded Lay right. Party, y'all. I want right, to bring up Austin, one you have the floor. Austin, you have the floor. Because Zumi, Zumi, two thousand nine, talking about uh, Mountain Dew and donuts again. <laughs> I just like to say that there is another disciple. Has now turned away, and they admitted to me. I'm not gonna say who because his I recent did. taste I, of burger. No, shut up! Shut up! Okay, shut up. <laughs> I, Wait, what? Wait, what? What? What's, what's going on here? Okay, so my what's first the... day in Oklahoma, I was starving, right, and I didn't have anything to do. I'm like, you know what? What's 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 an Austin typical meal down in Oklahoma? And I was like, you know what? A Mountain Dew and a glazed donut. So what's Quick Trip? As I was coming into town, right before oh. I met them all for the aquarium, had me a donut. Had me a Mountain Dew. Now, is that the reason I shit myself the rest of the day? Probably, but you know. <laughs> yeah, Hold on, you did it wrong, though. You did it wrong, though. You got a donut and quick trip. That's that's not good. You, quick trip to donut throw. But wait, wait, wait. If I'm not mistaken, though, because I was paying attention to Austin, you did it wrong, though, because you're also supposed to have, what, like a sausage like a sausage sandwich or something? A sausage yeah, roll. Yeah, but, you know. No a sausage no roll. There we go. bring that part up, either. They just like to talk about the donuts and do. <laughs> That's all they want to throw out, even though now, I said awesome So if I converted you on that, or if you converted me on that, I did convert you to Kansas City barbecue sauce because <laughs> I put some sauces down and oh, we, yeah. We, Wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you do the, did you do the chocolate me. sauce? Uh, did, did you do I did the, not, the chocolate brownie? I did not brownie? bring a chocolate sauce. It's I, not I like you not, showed up with a Jehovah's Witness to my house. You just said, hey, try the barbecue sauce. <laughs> you tried it? tried Max? You tried Gates? You tried LC's? You tried Joe's? And you like Joe's? Oh, Joe's. God. I mean, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here are some play- out 100 Nuggets as a group, and I still don't really understand. Welcome to the Internet's that, but... favorite PlayStation podcast. 
<laughs> Speaking of which, here are some PlayStation blurbs the Crossroads crew thought you might be interested in. First up on the list, uh, Marvel's Avenger created uh, Marvel's Avengers creative director leaves Crystal Dynamics and guess what? Rejoins Naughty Dog. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Sean, okay, like real quick though, like I'm okay with this because this is the guy who wrote the Kamala Khan part of the campaign. Uh huh. So him going okay. back to Naughty Dog. Okay, cool. He wrote Lost Legacy. So oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm okay with this. This is awesome. I'm all with it. I didn't I didn't know that part about him, but uh, yeah. but yeah, the person the person question we're talking about is uh, Sean Eskeg, the former Naughty Dog developer who left the company to work on Marvel's Avengers. He has announced that he has left Crystal Dynamics and has returned to Naughty Dog. In a post on Twitter, Eskeg wrote that he is happy to be back with the dogs. I love it. I love it. He also included a picture of what we presume to be a welcome kit all new do Naughty Dog employees get. That's kind of jacked up. He got the he got the welcome kit twice. <laughs> That's kind of jacked I'm up. That coffee mug though. That's legit. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Yeah. In a follow up tweet responding to a fan about Marvel's Avengers, SK insisted that Marvel's Avengers is in good hands. So you know what? Welcome back, Sean. It's good to have you back in the house. You know, us uh, us PlayStation and Naughty Dog fanboys love you. And he's extremely right, though. The game is in such a great place going forward. I mean, we got an amazing Black Panther DLC coming. And uh, did you guys see the rumors this week about Spider-Man? Yes. Y Yuri Lowenthal is, yes. is voicing Spider-Man. Oh, he's reprising as, the role? He's reprising the role, but in nice. the Avengers uh, world, which I love. That's why, they, that's why they're taking a little bit longer to do Spider-Man 2 um, and why it took a little bit longer to get Miles Morales fully produced because he's also voicing stuff over there, too. Okay. Okay. All right, cool, cool. All right, next up, Resident Evil Village PlayStation Resolution frame rate details have been revealed. This is going to be a fast one. Uh, Capcom has revealed the Resident Evil Village uh, PS5, PS4, and PS4 Pro resolution and frame rate modes available on the systems when the game launches. Uh, the PS5 version will offer uh, 4K 60 frames per second mode with HDR and a 4K HDR mode, along with ray tracing running at 45 frames per second. Both of these modes are impressive and should make the game look stunning visually. Yes, uh, PS4 Pro owners will get access to 4K HDR modes at 30 frames per second when they select high resolution and a standard 1080 60 uh, frames per second mode. The game on a regular PS4 will run at 900p hmm, and 45 frames per second. <laughs> Hmm. Resident Evil Village will look stunning no matter where you play, but PS5 owners are really in for the treat. <laughs> our uh, our next blurb: nine, fo nine foot tall women in glorious 4K <laughs> <laughs> or 900p, depending on how you're playing the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are the polygons of the people stepping on me oh. that I want to see. <laughs> okay, 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 quick. Okay, okay, because every. It wouldn't be crossroads without quick tech talk for uh, from Leron uh, in the show. 900p is not anything substantial. It is it is not, and I mean, and I don't mean that as in saying like 900p is going to look like crap. No, 900p is not a big enough of a drop in in um in resolution for you to notice that it's going to look bad or anything like that. So if you guys are already getting your hackles up, you know, like don't. No, you're barely going to notice 900p. Like, Can you go back in time and tell everybody who freaked out in the first year of PS4 and Xbox One this conversation? Josh, my time machine is broken. I don't know what happened. I went and checked on it in the garage <laughs> last weekend, and it would not start. I, I, I have no. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I, I, I'd love to. If Damn, wants I'm going to gonna have to get stepped on to 900p then. Let's go. <laughs> 
video of her chasing you into another room. She fucking has to crouch to get through the doorway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's fucking scarier than any werewolf dog they could throw at me. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. For real. For real. How many people? (laughs) Everyone's going to be running backwards, though. (laughs) They'll never finish (laughs) the game. (laughs) No one's going to get through the door. (laughs) I'm going to restrain myself. Let's go. All right, and um, speaking of uh, speaking of Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, our next blurb: Spider-Man Miles Morales has outsold The Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima in the United States, as it freaking should. That's for real. fucking wild. For, for, for real, for real. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales has already outsold PlayStation Four juggernauts The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima in the U.S. Despite launching in mid-November, now remember, the PS5 is barely five months old right now. Barely. As a matter of fact, it's not even exactly five months old yet. It still has two more days before it hits the five-month... Uh, five I mean, uh, also, keep in mind this game was $20 cheaper than the other two, so, I mean, that might have had something small to do with it. It's price, also cross-platform. Price point works out cross-platform as well. Yeah, uh, but... The adoption rate, as far as I understand on this game, with PS5s is basically one-to-one right now. It's pulling yeah, it a is. breath of the wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Night Dog's survival horror sequel, The Last of Us 2, released in June while Sucker Punch's historical open world, The Ghost of Tsushima, deplo- uh, deployed in July. And although it should be noted that, that Spider-Man, Miles Morales, released on both platforms. It, it should be noted that, you know, just in case, you know, because you know someone out there is going to quibble it. Maybe even one of our pal block friends. They might quibble that. But you know, anyway, <laughs> MPD, <laughs> no, MPD data. Nope, don't say his name. <laughs> don't, 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 don't invoke don't the name. name. Don't invoke the be name. like Beetlejuice over here. <laughs> MPD data cites Miles Morales as the fifth best selling game from the past 12 months, while The Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima are locked in the seventh and eighth places, respectively. The data takes into account both physical and digital sales, so it paints an accurate picture for the U.S. United States, at least. So, yeah, they combined it all because sometimes you see MPD break it down by digital, and sometimes you see them break it down by physical. They combined all the units this time around, and That's uh, impressive. It, yeah, it, yeah, it's it impressive. Is. Like it's not so much impressive about Ghost of Tsushima because like that was a game that was kind of like not the best received in the U.S. I felt like. But to beat Last of Us Part Two, especially with the hype that that game coming had coming in, I know some people were disappointed afterwards. But like that's impressive, especially for a mini, like not even a full Spider-Man game. Like this is kind of a what twelve-hour campaign around. Is, is that uh, yeah, what you yeah, did it, it in? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if you're if you're oh, taking I, your time, yeah, twelve to fifteen hours. If you're taking your time, yeah. Like because I'm 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 on ten right now on my new game plus mode. I'm on ten mm-hmm. hours, but I'm taking my time, and I'm I I haven't even gotten like half the collectibles done yet. <laughs> I'm not overly shocked by this. I'm surprised that it happened so quickly, though. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, I thought I thought I it was gonna take at least. Is, I think part of it is that, like, when you buy a PS5, you have to have something to play on it, obviously. And that's let's and be honest. We... That's the game that you're going for if you buy a PS5. Like, Demon Souls, as good as it is, appeals to a very niche audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, Returnal that's only twenty units, you know. Yeah, only re- twenty Retur- PS5s out there. <laughs> uh, dude, it feels like it. I'm still playing the lottery like three times a week. <laughs> um Returnal I isn't out like yet, Ratchet Clank isn't out yet. Like you gotta you, Resident you gotta think, Evil like, isn't out yet. <laughs> well, like this is this is the premiere exclusive right now. Yeah, that that's like, true. Yeah, that's no, true. Nobody is buying a PS5 and going, oh boy, I got I bought this for Sackboy's Big Adventure. No, you bought this for Miles Morales. Okay, let's be honest. Yeah. 
That's true. You're, that's true. You're not buying this for Destruction All Stars. As a matter of fact, this for Miles. As a matter of fact, before I, before I even had my PS5 secured, I already had a copy of Miles Morales in yeah. my house. <laughs> I do. I have one. It's back in my bedroom right now. I, I bought the Ultimate Edition so that I can make sure that I get it because knowing Sony, they're going to get rid of that and I'm going to have to buy that and Spider-Man Remastered separately. Yep, yep, yep. So I already secured the bag. <laughs> All right, in our bonus blurb, we have a bonus one tonight. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition, Logan's already Logan's already clapping, already clapping, <laughs> is, a, is free starting today. Play. That's right, that's right. Maybe I'll finally finish it. The Play at Home event is still going on, and from today through May the 14th, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition is free to all PlayStation customers. PlayStation Plus is not necessary, so stop sleeping on this game. If you haven't gotten it yet, I'm, I'm a little pissed at myself. Because, I'm a little pissed at myself because I just bought the game recently, and now it's free. <laughs> but anyway. I bought it, I played it, and now I'm going to download it and then play it with all the DLC and everything else that comes with it. Like, I am there, I am so excited for this. There's your incentive Wesley's right become there. my favorite person on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there's your incentive right there for, uh, for that. The Play at Home event was brought back this year by Sony as an effort to ease the stress brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic and more and more people staying at home Oh, as a result. It started on March the 25th and is set to run a total of four months. So there you go. Like there's, if I'm not mistaken, there's almost there's almost 20 games available now that you can get, and and it start it ro- it started out with the PS4 Ratchet and Clank game, and now it's ending with the uh with the I was about to say Last of Us Horizon Zero Dawn. It'd be nice if The Last of Us showed up as a free, as a as a free title part part two, but it'd be nice. But I don't think the celebration of The Last of Us Remastered that no one asked for. Here's Last of Us Remastered, <laughs> the old one, not the one a that we're making now. Game. Oh my yeah. Oh my God. Austin has to bring that salt, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> to get the scoop on all these blurbs, links have been provided in our Twitch stream chat. Go check them out and then continue the conversation with us on our Twitter page at PS underscore Crossroads. <sighs> Man, we're having fun tonight, aren't we? Ron is just flying oh, yeah. through this. <laughs> I, I, well, <laughs> you sound like you're out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and guess what like i'm i am officially 10 days past my, my my second covid vaccine so now i can go and and be buck wild and you know get covid and not die <laughs> monday <laughs> second shot monday oh oh uh which uh which version which uh which one is it moderna. which house are you moderna uh, yeah same here moderna yeah, that's the thing. Um, I caught COVID at Christmas. So, oh, you know what? Well, what I've heard, what I've heard is, um, is uh, is age is is a factor, but also if uh, if you if you caught COVID, this this second round of the vaccine is going to slam you. So just get prepared, man. Just be prepared. Mm. I don't want to. I don't right. want to. I got sick days. I'm ready. For I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to front you or anything, but because so I, I, I never got it, but it beat the shit out of me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> How Dude, I, I I was really, really sick So because they asked me when I got my second shot. They're like, hey, did you have any symptoms the first time around? I was like, yeah, I had a pretty bad migraine for a couple days, mm-hmm. and I felt a little nauseous. And uh, the pharmacist kind of looked at me for a second, and he goes, well, all I'm going to tell you is you're going to go through some things over the next 48 hours. And I was oh like, my what's that? Oh I was like, what's God. that supposed to mean? And he was like, well... He goes, son, take these Tylenol before you leave the store. And I was like, oh, that's definitely not a good sign. Okay. Uh, 
can confirm no. went through some stuff for the next 48 hours. My pharmacist, my pharmacist advised me to like see how it goes. And if you start feeling bad, you know, throughout the day, then take the Tylenol. I did not get to take the uh, Tylenol dude, now I was... walk out of this bitch. So <laughs> the same thing happened to my girlfriend. My girlfriend's a nurse. The same thing <laughs> happened when she got the second shot. She was knocked on her ass. They deliberately gave her a couple days off, but okay, okay. So here's something weird. One of the things I've one of the things I've heard, and I've kind of seen this in a lot mm. of my friends and stuff, because I have friends across all age spectrums. Apparently, in women, the 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 COVID vaccine hits them a lot worse than it hits men. And and I'm sorry, I I I was basically living like I had the man flu, like <laughs> like two two weekends ago. Uh, Austin and Logan, you guys were on the on on the freaking Boss Rush podcast that I, that I hosted. I looked fine, but I was faking that shit like like nobody's business. <laughs> I was faking Dude, it. Dude, I was running 101 fever. I had Mm-mm. chills. Oh. I had a migraine that, like, every time I took a step on the hardwood, like, it just pounded throughout my body. I didn't get out of bed for, like, two days. It was terrible. All right. All right. All right, Josh. I know it's not a competition, but I had a 103-degree temperature. <laughs> uh, I did not have the chills. I did <laughs> not have the chills. story topper. <laughs> I did not have the chills. This but is guess my what? sympathy hour, not yours. This is your weekly sympathy hour. I did not have the chills, but guess, but guess what I did get because of the fever. I got the delirium dreams, and I got and and a fucking cold sore broke out on my damn upper lip. Did you bite it? <laughs> Maybe I did. Because that's the worst. <laughs> That's the absolute worst. I feel like Jim, when he keeps biting his in the cold open of the office, he's like, Pam, I'm going home. That's what I feel like I do every time it happens. I just like go slam the bathroom door as hard as I can. <laughs> um, and, um, and yeah, my headache lasted, my headache lasted for six days. Like I didn't, I didn't notice I did not have a headache until like Wednesday or Thursday the next week. Damn. Yeah. And, um, and I'm one of those people, I can't function with a headache. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't function with a headache. I uh, uh, Saturday and Sunday, it felt like, you know how it feels like. You know, you have you ever been in a fight and you know like, okay, I've I've gotten to a point where someone's like like you know like tripped me up in a fight and you know basically I had to do like the the whole like get on the ground and protect your head type deal. You know, if, that, if someone's been punching your head, that's how my that's how my headache felt. It felt like it felt like somebody had just been wailing on my head. And every time I every time I looked, every time I moved, every time I got out the bed, like it was like, oh god, I'm just gonna collapse. That sucks. Yeah, so you know, welcome to an, welcome to another episode of Lorenzo Little Bitch. But uh, hey, <laughs> it's talk about the news and events. <laughs> Glad you said it. I was all, we were all. It. <laughs> I'll let y'all know next next week how it goes. Oh yeah, well, oh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll keep. T- oh, what I did want to say, well, I was trying to say earlier though, is god damn it. With women, with women, I've heard, I've heard, like it hits younger women worse than it hits older women, and by by older women, I mean women post menopause. A lot of ladies I know oh, that are they're past menopause. The they're like, they're like, we barely. <laughs> Coach like, Laurent has friends across the entire spectrum. Remember? I'm, yeah, I, I do. I mean, um, I mean, he does. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I turned forty six in June. I, I mean, I, I, I know all. I know all manner of ladies, young and old. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Man, yo, that <laughs> that's right. <laughs> See, this <laughs> and he had the hand too, just like it just. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is why you tune in the crossroads. Yo, there you go, you, Zoomy. Bow to the wow wow. All right, guys. Let's 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 start the, let's start the news and events. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right. First up, the PlayStation Store on PS3 and PS Vita will continue operations. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, this news comes to you directly from Jim Ryan on the PlayStation blog. Jim Ryan, President and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, released a statement on the PlayStation blog informing the community that players will be able to continue to purchase games on PS3 and PS Vita. Thank God, because uh, Austin and Nelly were getting ready to hold a funeral service. <laughs> For my wallet, because I was about to buy every PlayStation Vita game I could possibly buy. <laughs> I need to get Pat upon too. I need to get that game. Austin was going to be alone on Vita Island if it meant the death of him. <laughs> uh, he was I, I, of broken dreams as he was just going to that PS Vita store one last time. I bought my Vita means death shirt. I was I was ready to I was ready to have a Viking funeral, you know, and I was going to go with it. I was going to go with the ship. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Does it wait? Right, wait, who? Wait, who would have been who would have been your honor guard that would shoot the arrows and set it on fire? Myself. I would just stick it up in the air and just let it fall. I would do it like Rodos played arrow roulette. He he was dangerously close to to being Denethor in Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Oh god. He was gonna be holding the Vita up and be lit on fire, and that's when Jim Ryan runs in and announces, No, no, we're keeping the store, but he's already on fire. Oh, I'll be like, Jim the, Ryan, uh, are you still CEO? <laughs> He's like, yes. I'll be like, I'm good. Just leave me. Let me die. <laughs> this is after this is after Sean Layden and the writers of the Rohirrim have ridden into the city. Yeah. Wait, also, was this wait, like wait, when I'll, they wait, killed wait. the league uh, and Rafi you know, set the boat on fire? <laughs> yeah. Well, Austin, I was gonna say, well, you know, was you know, like well, in uh, Lord of the Rings when he <laughs> when he gets on that boat at the end to go be with the elves. I was gonna be like that and go see Sean Layden show <laughs> Shuhei Yoshida where the where the fun PlayStation is, not this business PlayStation we got now. <laughs> well, you know, you know, you know what's funny though is like Austin in like his in like his 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 round of shade, like you know, he was celebrating the news that you know PS3 and Vita were, were living on, but he also was like, yeah, screw backwards compatibility on PS on PS4 yeah, and PS5. I said, okay. <laughs> AKA we are not getting backwards compatibility. Stop asking. <laughs> All right, so, just to sum this up, just to sum this up real quickly. Uh, uh, Jim Ryan stated that recently we know that the players that players we notified players of the PlayStation Store for PS3 and Vita devices was planned in this summer. Upon further reflection, however, it's clear that we made the wrong decision here. So today, I'm happy to say that we will be keeping the PlayStation Store operational for PS3 and PS Vita devices. PSP Commerce functionality will retire on July the 2nd. So I wrote the write-up yesterday for BossRushGames.com, and one of the things I put in there was that this feels like Sony saying, hey, here's here's a little favor. We're hoping that this can hold you off for a little while because I don't think they have anything ready for us until June. And I think fans are getting more and more upset that we don't know anything about these supposed summer releases. We haven't heard anything about Forbidden West. We haven't heard anything about Ragnarok in a while. Mm -hmm. And I think Sony is delaying telling us some bad news. So they try to give us a little something early to let us think that they're on our side again before they're about to just wreck our worlds. I mean, Xbox I, fans, first time. <laughs> I enjoy just seeing everybody just go crazy about 
you know I mean, the Vita and, you know I mean, the PS3, just, I mean, everything just going away. And then everybody's completely, re, like, you know, just rebutting all their tweets. Yeah. You know, you know, that's yeah. what I was seeing on Twitter, yeah. like, for the entire day. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of weird about this because, like, you know, I understand, like, these marketplaces, they can't stay up for forever, especially if, you know, like, yeah. God, hold on, the PS12 is going to be out and we're still playing PS, we're still on the store buying PS4 games? Come on, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think... I think part of the frustration comes from the fact that you look at how Sony used to treat backwards compatibility and like you could play all your PS1 games on PS2, for instance, mm -hmm. and then the initial run of the PS3, you could play all your PS1 and PS2 games. Yeah. And then that went away. Like the, re the George Foreman model did not allow for that. And then the PS4 did not allow for that. Obviously PS5 only allows you to do PS4. It's, I think it comes down to an issue of you look at, and it's always the grass is greener on the other side, right? Um, you look at how Xbox has handled backwards compatibility the last two generations, and it's like, well, shit, like, they're they're doing it right, why can't we? And, like, it's not every game, but it's the games that people were actually playing. So I think if Sony came out and was announced, like, hey, the these hundred games from PS3 are going to work on PS5. Like, I understand the architecture is really different. It's a hypothetical situation. Or we're going to allow you to buy these digitally on PS5. Then yeah. there would be a lot less backlash. Because, I mean, some games like Metal Gear Solid 4, you literally cannot play anywhere else. Well, Austin, remember uh, last week I asked, I asked you and Nelly, um, does this look like... Well, uh, well, if they went forward with the closures of the stores, I, I asked you guys, didn't it feel like we may be seeing something coming out like they will actually be opened up on the marketplace on PS5? I, I did ask that question. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there there was like <sighs> in a perfect world we were starting to think maybe this they're shutting it down because maybe we're going to get these PS at least the PS3 games where we can play them on PS5 mm -hmm. in some kind of backwards compatibility fashion. Mm -hmm. Um but, but it just like <laughs> I don't think that was going to happen. I think maybe <laughs> they're like, "Hey, we're going to shut down that hope real quick now." I, I think now. we're getting a temporary stay for me at most 18 months on this. Yeah, yeah, but true. now with them keeping the PS3 store open, guess what? Like any any plans of backwards compatibility, you know, might have just you might just screwed yourselves on that one. You know, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer here in this conversation, you know, for you guys, but you know, it's like that. Was that when don't don't be too quick to let the genie out the bottle because you never know <laughs> you're gonna have the hardest time getting it back in. I think it also looks really bad. It's always gonna look bad if you're the first one doing it. Yeah. Like, the 360 yeah. marketplace is still up and kicking, and I, I just think it looks bad because we've never had a store really sunset before. Even, well, I think the Wii is the closest we've ever gotten, the the uh, the WiiWare store or whatever it was. See, that's what I was about to, I was about to ask if, if Nintendo did anything similar. I think that's the only one, and you didn't get nearly as much outrage because I think those so many of those games that people wanted were still available elsewhere, mm -hmm. or okay. come to the Switch, or to like Xbox and PS4 by this <laughs> point. When you go to inevitably close the Xbox One and PS4 stores in like 10 years, I think that's when you're going to have a big issue. Like yeah. going forward, um, I think you have to keep that preservation going. Yeah, and that's and that's the yeah, and you right. know what that's a good point because like because starting with the PS3 and the Xbox 360 age, like you know like there was a push for digital. There was yeah. a push for digital. So you know now we're now and you know as a game as we had digital. Yeah, as gamers, we started to embrace it. And I'm not saying we embraced it wholeheartedly because, yeah, like there's still there's still arguments about physical versus digital, you know, online all the time. Like, oh, I'm gonna buy this game physical. I'm gonna buy this game digital, you know, you know. But um, but yeah, but you know, now we're we're 
now we're coming to it. I think I think uh, I think they said more than fifty percent of game sales now are actually digital. More than over 50%. fifty. Yeah, we've ofi- yeah. we've officially crossed the fifty percent mark. Yeah. As of, it was shoot. It was last year before the new consoles even came. It was like last spring we crossed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pre pandemic, and, and I think the pandemic forced you. The into pandemic. That. Yeah, yeah. The pandemic. Yeah. The pandemic. Because there's no there's no way in hell I was going to GameStop where all those mouth breathers no. are at. Mouth breathers are at. Like buying <laughs> a damn. Well, like, number one, I, I don't. I Animal Crossing is a game I normally would have bought physically because I probably would have sold it after a couple weeks. But I yeah. bought it digitally because I couldn't get a physical copy anywhere around me when this was starting to happen. Yeah. Yeah, well, number one, I don't shop at GameStop anyway, but, you know. <laughs> That's well, neither here nor there. No, no I, we're, I'm we're a target preach. household. I've long been in the camp, though, that Sony needs to take out a, a play out of Nintendo's playbook and create, like, a PlayStation 1 collections and yep. throw it as part of the PlayStation yes. Plus membership. Throw, like, the 50 best PlayStation 1 games. Uh, obviously, like, the Spyro and Crash games would get a little confusing because of the remastered, but, like... Put the classic versions up in a collection that's easy to get to, that's easy to use. But hell, put PlayStation 2 games up there, too. They've been out so long. As, as long as you're going to keep the PS3 market open, then you need to at least help gamers out in the PS1 and PS2. Because, I mean, I still like to fire up my PS2 once in a while and, and play right. some classics. The other thing that I was thinking here, too, is there is been there has been rumors again, and I know we get this about every year as we're in the build to E3, but there has been rumors again of Vita 2 which I still don't think is ever actually happening from Sony. But if they were releasing a new one, I could see why they would shut the Vita store down just to allow those engineers to, to start working on the new store. I just, for me, the Vita store, like, uh, and this is going to break everybody's heart. I love the Vita, but the right. Vita store and the PSP store closing were the two that made sense to me. The PS3 right. is the one that was a little wonky to me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a little Let's be honest, as much as I like the Vita, the Vita was not a successful product. Yeah. But but it still has a, uh, a hardcore fan base because no, it absolutely does. That comes out, but... It's getting bought. <laughs> right, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying, like overall, like where do you think you're going to continue to do business? I think that you're probably still going to get some PS3 business. People buying those older games if they bought a used console, gotten them passed down. Either way, this this is a unique situation. Like Sony is learning how to navigate this for the first time, and I just think. Honestly, like the crews at Xbox and Nintendo have got to be like, oh, thank fuck we're not the ones doing this first. <laughs> thank God we're not taking the PR hit on this. Now, whoever goes to do it is going to have less of a hit. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, it's, you know it's what's like, cra- you know crazy though? Normally, it's, it's, normally, it's, stores up. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, normally it's Microsoft that does shit like this first. So it, it really. It, they, it, they already had their PR blunder for first quarter. We, we tried to hike the price <laughs> of Xbox Live Gold up. <laughs> In this economy, we tried to double the price of gold and uh, give you games there three times as shitty. But it like, was literally the Simpsons meme of the, that one dude walking in, putting his hat on the rack, and then walking back out. In, in all reality, I mean, that's the quickest PR turnaround I've ever seen. Less less than 12 hours later, it was reversed. But And not to mention what's happened since that point for them. I mean, obviously, this is a yeah. PlayStation podcast, but you, you mean everything, every, everything since that point has been going, just moving in the right direction, going up. Yeah, uh, that's true. For me, like, and we'll get to this later on, but this kind of ties in with the recent, like, trend of news we've seen over the last six or seven weeks, where it's just like, what, how many more blunders can you possibly have? Like, I know this Mm -hmm. this was one of the initial ones. Like, you had Japan Studio closing, you had this happen, then you had that Bloomberg report, and now you're reversing this, and it's good that we're reversing it, but 
this is probably a conversation we shouldn't have had to have until at least next summer or next fall, I would say. True. Like sure. when they come out next fall and say, "All right, we're suns, we're going to sunset the PS3 store for real in December," I, I think that everyone's going to go, "Okay, well, here we go then. It, it's it's time." Like when they stop time. doing these lotteries for PS5s, then go ahead. Right, and start right, talking. right. PS5 has to be in stock, though. It has to be like right. I could go to Walmart today and buy one instead of. But I mean, it's not like we're closing the PS4 store. It's the PS3, yeah. which is now two generations back. Like I. Again, like outside of a handful of games that have not made the leap to PS4, like that didn't get remastered, like God of War or The Last of Us or the Uncharted trilogy, I don't know. Like, there's maybe like 15, 20 games people are clamoring for. Why not find a way to make those? Why not make find a way to put those on the PlayStation Store to make them playable? But again, it's I don't not know what is so hard about this. But but again, it's like it's not a question for the Uncharted series to get remastered and be put on a PlayStation right. Store within like by the end of the year. I mean, if they're doing Prince of Persia, they have to be at least considering Uncharted at this point. As well, wait, I, was wait, more wait, wait, I thought the, the, wait, I thought the Nathan, on PS4. Wait, I, yeah, the, the Nathan Drake the Nathan Drake right. collection is available yeah. to play on PS5. Right, but it's not a it's not a yeah. 4K remaster, and there's rumors right. of that coming though. Oh, I did, I wasn't I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't aware yeah. of that. So that's the studio that was so the support studio that was doing the Last of Us remaster initially was or the remake, quote unquote, wanted to do Drake's Fortune originally, and they were told it would be too expensive and too ambitious. So that's why they did the Last of Us instead. Actually, I can <laughs> see that because I honestly I can see that. And ironically, that's like the one PlayStation game I think that needs it above all else is the but, original Charity because it's. Damn yeah. near unplayable. Yeah. So, but that that's neither here nor there. Good, you're keeping the stores open. We'll revisit this in twelve months. Heck yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. All right, next news topic. Uh, Sony invests huge in Epic Games. Uh, I think this is also going to be a fast one here. Uh, this news yeah. comes to us from our friends at GameRant.com. Uh, Epic Games is one of the fastest growing companies in recent years, having launched its own PC gaming storefront and a new Unreal Engine, the Unreal 5 engine, Yeah, after the massive success of Fortnite. Recent investment fund, uh, fund yielding... Not funding. Mm, mm, there we go. I got tongue-tied finally this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Recent investment funding yielded $1 billion for the company, a huge chunk of which came from none other than Sony. The Sony Group Corporation invested $200 million in the overall overall $1 billion um, in its most recent round of investments. It's a huge sum of money uh, that Sony CEO Kenichiro Yoshida said would strengthen the collaboration between the two companies. Sony's $200 million investment in Epic Games is a signal of their close relationship and future of collaboration between the two companies. Uh, question. For a second year, Sony has invested big with Epic Games. The year before, the year before they released a quarter of a billion dollars uh, uh, for that. Um, with previous exclusives such as Detroit Become Human, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Death Stranding already available on PC, could we be looking at the start of a of more infiltrations from, of Sony IPs into the computer gaming scene soon? And yes, and yes, we will be, we will be talking about uh, Days Gone soon. We will be talking about that real soon. Yes. I, I don't. I don't even think it's just PC though. I think it's also mobile too. You look yeah. at later on in the statement, they talk about Rocket League. Rocket yeah. League's coming to mobile. Fall Guys is expected to hit mobile by the end of the year. Oh, that's this, gonna be fun. This is Sony diversifying their portfolio in a way that, like, now they're available on three different consoles. You don't have to strictly be yeah. a PlayStation fan to enjoy their content. You so know, this I, is I, think, I think this comes at a couple of different points, right? Like, I think Logan hit the nail on the head with the mobile. Mm -hmm. You have the Aloy skin and the Kratos skins in 
Fortnite. In I expect Fortnite. to see more collaborations like that. Maybe even like in terms of story content, a la The Mandalorian. Um, yep. Yep. And then I, what I think the biggest deal here, though, is is the potential for PlayStation games going to PC to be exclusive to the Epic Game Store. But also remember, Epic mm-hmm. is getting into publishing. Epic has deals with Playdead. They right. have deals with Remedy. Remedy's next two games are being published. What if those come and are timed exclusives to PlayStation Five now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of six like to twelve months lot. because let let's be honest, like we know that Sony is going fast and furious, no pun intended, after third party exclusivity this generation. You know, they yeah. they have Square locked down right now, mm-hmm. and why not try to get Remedy locked down? Like a former studio that pr- basically was a Microsoft internal. It was a studio. Microsoft, yeah, yeah. Why why not try and lock them down? Like that one, I think is a bit more complicated, even with Epic publishing those. But like Playdead, that's a huge indie studio. You get their next game ex- again, another one with close ties to Microsoft. You get their next game for a year or two exclusive to you. Oh, dude, mm. cool. Mm. Like the you get the makers of Limbo and Inside to make their next one exclusive to any platform, and that's going to be a big get. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so, and like the and like the Fortnite collaborations have just been nothing but money for them to begin with. Right. Anyway, I mean, you look at God of War. Uh, I saw in the stat a few weeks ago that God of War is finally getting younger players because of Fortnite because they're seeing this yeah. character in a game that they love, and now they're begging their parents, "Hey, I want to go play God of War." Cool. So now we're seeing the next generation come in and play a game that is unbelievable. And and now with Aloy in it too, a lot of players are going back and playing Horizon Zero Dawn. And mm-hmm. now and Sony Sony freaking timed that perfectly now with the play at home initiative too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah, good perfect timing. I mean, I think a lot of us when when they were announcing all the all the hunter characters, you know, that's really when the multiverse thing like blew open and it wasn't yeah. just like Marvel and DC. Yeah. And you Mandalorian, Master Chief, Kratos, and everyone's like, well, where the fuck is Aloy? And, well, it's clear now that, okay, we were holding Aloy to (laughs) play at home, which is a great idea. Like, why Mm -hmm. not tie those initiatives together? Like, oh, hey, you enjoy her so much, you can get the game for free right now. You can get the game for free on PlayStation. Yeah. Play the game. We're going to get you to fall in love with this. And and that's a game that I think is far more of an easier sell to parents than God of War. Yeah, you can't can't get it for free on PC, but you can get it on PlayStation. I mean, dude, if you go look at some of those Steam sales, you can practically get it for free. Oh, yeah. For, oh, yeah. For real. For real. Yeah. So, but and I think that this also, like, again, I, I think that this is almost a way if they start making their games more towards the Epic Store, the Sony yeah. exclusives that come, is a way to counteract the closer relationship that Microsoft and Steam seem to be having. Yeah. Like, so many Xbox games are coming to Steam now, and they're going to be coming day and date. Some of these, like, there's no way Halo Infinite does not watch day and date on Steam. No mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So, Laurent, yeah, my bad. My bad. No, no, uh, Laurent, I do have a question for you. Do you think PlayStation now ever comes to PC? Like, they tried that. Actually, they tried that. They tried that. I'm they? not mistaken. They tried that mm-hmm. because uh, I know yeah. during oh, during the run when um, when the when the Vita was when the Vita was popular and you could do remote play through your PC through with the Vita, uh, they actually had PlayStation Now as a um, I want to say it was like a a, a starter program. On the uh, on the PC, I remember I remember that being a possibility. Uh, yeah. Just just me personally, I wasn't sold on PlayStation Now back then. I'm still not sold on it now, technically. Oh, definitely not sold on it now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, would it happen though? Because now, like now, has just completely been redone, and you it know, is it is a lot easier to use. Here's here's my, here's my prediction. I feel like I feel like after Sony gets PSVR version two off the ground. They're really going to reassess and take a look at PlayStation Now because I guarantee you when they hear 
they've got to be hearing guys like me and you know saying saying these thoughts that you know PlayStation Now is just not what I need to be right now. Not when yeah. you think of like Nvidia GeForce Now, for example. Like I mean, like all my games on my all my games on my PC that I have that that I have, like I can stream them on another like Nvidia device on a different television, you know, <clears throat> in a different place and stuff, and it's almost seamless. You know, well, we know it, that's the next step for xCloud is that they that want too. you to be able to do that. And like that Phil, Phil Spencer stated, that's one of their goals is to try and get that into beta sometime this calendar year. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, plus, I mean, you also have, you mean, Game Pass coming right. to, you mean, Apple products. And that's going to be as today. Yeah. 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 yeah yes. They're running the yeah. beta right now. And then they're going to go ahead and actually, yeah. pr I'm pretty much pretty sure they're going to drop it in the summer for that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're Sony, you've got to be looking at, okay, how, how do I compete with that? And, like, PlayStation Now is the obvious solution. <laughs> Honestly, what I what I almost wonder with a $2 million investment is what if you're able to use Epic servers for that, and then we know that Google is selling the Stadia patent. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, they are. What if Sony goes and buys the patent? Because I've, I've been saying for a couple months now, I really feel like if Sony wants to make a statement, stop buying third-party games, go invest in tech, because Sony is not a software company. They're a hardware company. They're a hardware company, yeah. And yeah. whereas Microsoft is the exact opposite, and, like, mm -hmm. they finally solved their hardware issue this generation, and they still have the software. Like, dude, do that. Fucking fix yeah. PSN. Yeah. Make PSN yeah. something worth competing with other than mm -hmm. just, hey, free games, which are awesome. The free games have been amazing for like the last six seven months yeah they but haven't. give me that with with better party I, chat give me that with playstation you. now that is appealing mm -hmm. yeah i love it yeah as a matter of fact as a matter of fact playstation now is honestly their their safest bet they sink a little bit of time and money into it yeah. they they figure out they get all the oh, it's gonna be out. a lot of time and it's gonna be a lot of money oh yeah 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 what would you say last time you're on crossroads it's gonna take at least a year a year and a half two years for them to fully realize yeah. this but um. it's going but but if they actually focus on it right now you know like keep Keep the other R and D uh, R and D branches going, yeah. you know, while they're doing the other stuff. Like I said, PSVR, they're trying to get that off the ground right now because uh, I didn't realize there was such a big like you know like demand for PSVR stuff. But PSVR like basically blew up. Well, virtual reality blew up during the PS4 era because Sony was a pioneer for it. Just like how they have like yeah. the indie games initiative, Sony basically had a VR games initiative too going on and stuff like that. I, I think Sony Sony has to kind of pick and choose what they want to do here, right? Yeah, because yeah. yes, VR got more popular but the attach rate was still really really low yeah, it's it was definitely low. not where it sony wants it and, and the crazy and, part and the crazy part is like most of those vr games they're not even super expensive like i i think no. the most expensive vr game i see is 40 dollars, and that's brand new that's brand the, new the problem is you you have a you had a vr headset that had to be able to work on tech that was developed in like 2010 2011 right. yeah right yeah. like tech that was already like as much as i love my ps4 was outdated the second it came out mm -hmm. like now yeah. you've got consoles that are on on par with mid-tier PCs, and it's like, okay, if you're gonna make a push for PSVR two, this is where you do it. This this is like this is your chance, like PSP to PS Vita. This is your chance. What do you invest in though? Do you double down on VR or do you double down on something you know is gonna lose you money in the short term, but will start gaining you money? Like we know Game Hell Pass yeah. is not super profitable right now, but it is getting to the point where it has enough subs. And enough people are out of that $1 promotion now that's mm -hmm. starting to turn. Like, there's yeah. so many people signing up going, okay, $1 for the first couple months. Shit, this library is too good for me to say no to. 
you start getting triple A games on there and especially your exclusives, it starts going, okay, well, if I buy three games a year, that pays for this. Like why on earth wouldn't I have this? Well, I mean, I mean, think about it though. Like, so the biggest thing that PlayStation has to go ahead and really, you know I mean? Have them jump off as opposed to Microsoft is the VR. I mean, you don't have anything like that with, with Xbox at all. So when they go ahead and finally get the PS now, Working, working at least somewhat close to the Game Pass compatibility. I mean, of really just having something really good for people to jump into. They're just going to keep on just going higher and higher. They really will. I think your short term is you have to increase the PS Plus collection. That's it. That's it. Because uh, one of the things I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, when are we going to get our next batch of twelve games for PlayStation Plus collection? When are we going to get that next batch? Because I think. I think it, I think it's gonna go year by year. It's and- gonna be once. It's gonna be like Logan said earlier. You have to have consoles readily available before you start investing too many resources into True. that. True. Once- but, but but the other thing you need to do though is when you get those consoles together, then you need to stop this whole PlayStation Now and PlayStation games or the PlayStation Plus collection. You need to combine all that and yep. create the Game Pass Ultimate equivalent for PlayStation. Yes. 100%. I like that. I like that. Because, I mean, like, you look at the third-party offerings on there, and I'm sorry, who the fuck is out here clamoring to play Battlefield 1? Like, But, but see, that game still has a cult fan base. It's I, just I, like the Call of Duty games. I mean, Battlefield in particular, and I'm just going to use this because you brought it up, is Battlefield has a specific cult, and I don't understand these people. I love them. A lot of them are my friends. <laughs> but, like... I've never understood why that game has such a high uh, concurrent player rating. I like no, I I like the Battlefield games. Don't get me wrong; like it's why I'm excited for Battlefield Six. But I'm saying, like, compared to a a World War One game, compared to like the newest Call of Duty, or even like I don't know, like any insert any other popular first person. You also have to think though. Like, like, I mean, you have to, like, this era right now, I mean, of like, of people, I mean, all of us, all of our ages, we are, I mean, we're living in the age of nostalgia right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so going ahead and actually you know, being able to play, like, an older game, you know what I mean, even on, I mean, even on these newer systems, it kind of has that same feel of going ahead and watching Batman the Animated Series now. You know what I mean? It, I guess. It, it, it'll give you that same type of feel. My, my biggest problem with the PS Plus collection is, and I, I promise I didn't mean to segue it off into this, is... You look at it, and you look at who has a PS5 right now. Who is up there F5-ing for one, day after day? Uh, like, you've played most of those games at this point. Like, why not make that available to PS? What is holding you back from making that available to PlayStation 4 players who arguably need it more? Like, there are still people buying new PS4s. I like, would love to do another playthrough of God of War before I inevitably yeah. sink my teeth into Ragnarok. And... I completely agree with you there on that, on that, Josh. Yeah. So I don't, especially when you've got things like, Oh, we were talking, we talked the last time I was on here, like horizon missing on there is baffling. (laughs) The last of us still is on there. Horizon's been on and off on it several times on the PS plus collection. Yeah. The PS, the PS plus collection. Uh, okay. It was always a month PS plus month game. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's been a PS Plus game. I, I meant, like, as part of the actual, like, cu- their, yeah, their curated yeah. collection, quote-unquote. Like, why not put things like Concrete Genie on there that people I, criminally underplayed? I will say, I think that's that's coming. I think that's why yeah. they're, they're just going to slowly... Because <laughs> with all the bad news that they're coming out with, they got to have some good news. Like, <laughs> like now, we're, we're going to put Horizon on. Uh, yeah. Everyone can get it now. So. But, like, it's cool. that's cool, but when can I buy, when I can, when can I buy a console? 
Like that that's just well, I, it just keeps coming back to I'm very I'm just very baffled that why would you not make that available to PS4 players? I don't know. Maybe I'm just question. making maybe no, 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 something no, out of that's, nothing here. No, that's a it, that's a good that's a good question, but uh, I I don't know because I, I don't know I don't know what it, I feel like I feel like when they initially uh, announced the PlayStation Plus collection for PS5 owners, that was one of their first ways of combating some of the stuff that was going on uh, Xbox Game Pass. The only problem I mean, they, is Xbox Game Pass like is, is like freaking Hydra. You cut off one head, you know, two more show up and stuff like that. Uh, because basically what happened is like like Game Pass. Game Pass can't lose right now. I mean, crap. Like the the Zenimax Bethesda deal. I mean, yep. um, I mean, hell, MLB yeah, the show. Know. MLB the show is on freaking Game Pass and all this stuff. You know, like they're, the Game Pass is winning, and Sony is like, we gotta do something to keep our digital marketplace like, you know, like at least on the on the playing field. Like we you know we might be ninety yards behind them, but at least we need to be still on the damn field. Logan right. <laughs> is okay. Hot take. Is Game Pass really getting a good deal out of MLB The Show? Or did Sony secretly win this? Here's where I'm going to go with this. Is that the hardcore audience of MLB The Show is going to spend more time in Diamond Dynasty than any other game mode, right? And to be successful in Diamond Dynasty, you have to buy packs. And you have to buy all these different things. So did Sony kind of win in the long run? Because now Xbox isn't making profit off the game itself. I mean, unless they worked it somehow where they get part of the Diamond Dynasty pack or the the the, the currency deals, they do. It's the same. It's the same on every digital storefront. Okay, okay. Whoever I want to make sure it gets like thirty percent. Yeah, but like it's still not a bad thing. And and okay, my my review is going up on Boss Rush this week of, of MLB the Show. It it's really not that great of a game for for what for an MLB the Show game. Mm -hmm. I mean. I get why they made it cross play. Like I, I get it why this was the year that they sent it over to Xbox. I think that the symbolism of it, because I, I agree with you. I do think that Sony is the long term winner, but I think that Microsoft wins in the initial like court of public opinion of just like you see that a PlayStation game is on Xbox and you're like, oh shit, like this is way bigger than like fucking Minecraft Dungeons coming to PS4. You know, yeah. like this is a much this is this is the equivalent of like the Ori and the Blind Forest games going to Switch, and you'd be like, oh my god, I didn't think that was possible. I didn't think that was going to happen. Like, yeah. The show is obviously a much higher pedigree than those smaller games. But for those who like, don't know a lot of the licensing agreements that go on behind the scenes, they were unaware that MLB told Sony, either you take it multi-plat or we're taking the license away from you. We want everybody to be able to play this. And this, this is not a Sony decision. Microsoft pretty much went behind their back to make this Game Pass deal. Mm -hmm. Like, but if I'm Sony, I'm sitting here going, you know, this actually may not be that bad of a deal. We may lose on those initial sales. People may not want to spend 70 bucks on this game. But like you said, they're going to buy the Diamond Dynasty packs. Yeah. And they're still making 70% profit on every pack sold on Xbox. They know people <laughs> buy PlayStations just for the show. Mm -hmm. I was I was in a uh, one of my card trading groups on Facebook the other day, and we were talking about the show, and they were like, yeah, "This one guy's like, dude, I put like three hundred dollars a month into Diamond Dynasty." What and I'm the like, fuck? I'm like, "Are wow. you kidding?" But like, but like, I see wow. that that market is going higher and higher yeah. and higher. Like NFTs are becoming the biggest thing in card trading, and 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 card trading just as in general has the market's just skyrocketed. Yeah. But I started to think about that. I was like, and then I ran a few polls within the groups. So I was like. How many of you guys play MLB The Show just for Diamond Dynasty and just so you can open packs? Oh, there. And, oh. 
and the numbers were crazy. It's like, like Ultimate Team, yeah. It's yeah. like Ultimate Team, and it's and it's getting even these older guys, like guys in their forties and fifties, to go out and buy a PlayStation just so that they can open some packs and play with these old school. Because like, there's a couple uh, old time packs where like you can have like uh, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, Roger Clemens, um, as as cards that you can buy in there. And it's like these guys are spending stupid amounts of money, and it was a whole part of the show that I never knew about. That's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Hey, 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 we, I don't know. We, we all have, we all do suspect stuff with our money when it comes to our, our passions. So, <laughs> sorry, my OnlyFans account uh, speaks for itself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I've, um, I've, 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 I've merged this next news topic into the big topic. So, are we ready for our big topic tonight? Do it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, tonight's big topic, uh, I ask, I, I'm going to ask the question. Are gamers truly to blame when an IP gets canceled? Okay, so just hear me out here. Last week I touched upon the news that Sony Bend had a proposal for, for a Days Gone sequel, which was shot down by the powers that be at PlayStation headquarters. This stemmed from another big uh, big news uh, that made waves. Uh, we're talking about the Bloomberg article, of course. That made waves in the gaming community. And it seemed like the two it seemed like two studios at Sony had been directly affected. Okay, so weeks passed now since that news came out about the canning of a proposed Days Gone 2 game. By the way, Days Gone is coming to PC. That's right. Uh, Days Gone will be available on PC May 18th, 2021, and it will support 21x9 ultra-wide monitor support, an unlocked frame rate, and much more. The game will be uh, on the Epic Game Store and Steam at $49.99. Now, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so... So in those weeks, in that week past, we all we all, we know about like a Days Gone two sequel getting canned and all everything. Sony Bend and his future has been burning up almost every gaming blog and all corresponding social media sites. Like what just what's up with it and things like that. Days Gone has become somewhat of a cult classic despite only being released almost two years ago. But tonight, I want to have the Crossroads crew and our and our guest take a take part in a bigger discussion because some developments have come up in the week. Since gamers wondered if Sony had a preoccupation with PlayStation blockbusters. I know, I know, I know. Speaking in David Jaffe's latest YouTube interview, John Garvin, the creative director for Days Gone and formerly with Sony Ben Studio, voiced some strong feelings about the situation revolving around a sequel for Days Gone. Garvin had departed from Sony Bend about two years ago, so let's just say he didn't mince any words uh, in his uh, interview. Garvin would tell Jaffe, and the and then listeners, if you love a game, buy it at fucking full price. I can't tell you how many times I've seen gamers say, "Yeah, I got that on sale. I got it through PS Plus or whatever." You know, in that segment, Jaffe did did challenge him by by saying that you won't know if you like a game until you play it. To which Garvin then added, "I'm just saying you don't." You don't, but don't complain if a game doesn't get a sequel if it hasn't if it wasn't supported at launch. It's like God of War got whatever million number number millions of sales at launch, and you know Days Gone didn't. I'm just speaking for me personally as a developer. I don't work for Sony, and I don't know what the numbers are. He also went on by saying, "I can tell you that when that when we were doing Siphon Filter Dark Mirror on the PSP." We got fucked on Dark Mirror because piracy was a thing, and Sony wasn't really caught up on what piracy was doing to sales. All right, back back to me now. <laughs> I'm not a game developer, 
but I am a game consumer, and I believe that everyone is free to pick and choose when they will purchase or when they will acquire a game. Days Gone had a lot of things going for and against it when it was released, but its biggest criticism about the game out the gate was that the game didn't appear to have real substance. And this was all during pre-release marketing that Sony was doing before the game even launched. A lot of people said it looked like a generic zombie game, and with games like the RE2 remake that had recently come out at that point, and The Last of Us previously, it wasn't a big enough of a driving force to get people to say, I'm going to draw $60 on this game at the time. Alright, so let's break this down. Days Gone was an unknown game coming from Sony Bend, a studio that had been best known at the time for Uncharted Golden Abyss for PlayStation Vita. The game was met with rather lukewarm reviews at launch, but a lot of PlayStation fans were quick to heap praise and the game warmed up soon after that. IGN gave a review of the game saying that frantic hordes of zombies are exciting, but the world and the repetition are not. And would even go on to describe the game as, this is direct from the IGN review, the game's feeling bloated, like a movie that goes on for an hour longer than it needs to or should be. It's messy and confused, but peppered with genuinely thrilling encounters with rampant hordes of zombies and occasionally breathless firefights. There's a good game in there somewhere, but it's buried in a meandering storyline, repetitive missions, and just too much obligatory stuff to do without an, <coughs> without an eye on the smaller details that could have given it much more character. Now, I just want you to know, those words that I pulled, that's from IGN's initial article. Because there has been rewrites to that article. They they made some adjustments on, on, on some things after the game's patches and everything came out. Days Gone also had issues at, uh, such as frame rate dips on even the PS4 Pro. Now remember, PS4 Pro is the stronger of the PlayStation consoles that was out there. And the PS4 Pro was having a problem keeping up with some things. You know, that, that's, that's, that's kind of off. And a rather lengthy cycle of developers' patches. And this resulted in many gamers saying that this hurt their overall enjoyment. In the words of many... Days Gone was a good game, but it had its flaws. Alright, so, here's how I wrap this up. It's truly remarkable when we get to a place such as right now with games. Days Gone is coming soon to PC, where I'm extremely confident the game will get its biggest boost in sales ever. Over 15,000 people went to change.org for a petition asking for Sony to approve Days Gone 2. We have no word on what's going on, but we can, we're pretty sure Days Gone, 2 is, Days Gone 2 is not happening. And at this current moment in time, Sony Bend, minus Garvin, is now working on a brand new IP with the backing of Sony, with the complete backing of Sony. It feels like one of the worst win-lose scenarios here in games, with games, come, with games miss, I'm sorry, let me, let me, let me back that up. It feels like the worst win-lose scenario here with gamers missing out on a possibly good sequel to a game that many grew to love, but also knowing that a studio didn't get closed down like so many others that failed to make a good sales goal. Garvin does bring up a good point about getting games when they are newly released and also about the effects of software piracy in the digital age, but he also misses one very big point. People can't afford every game when it's brand new. If they could, every game would have terrific sell-through numbers in its first weeks, but that wouldn't necessarily mean that every game is good. I wish Garvin well in his future endeavors, and I'm absolutely looking forward to Sony Ben Studios' next outing on PlayStation 5. All right, guys, it's time to talk. <laughs> All right, I'm going in for a second. All right. I'm going to get the trenches. I, the first thing that I take a lot, because I have a lot of issues with what Garvin says, but Mm -hmm. My biggest thing is when he says, if you care about a game, buy it at full fucking price. 
this was the second best-selling game the month of its release in April. It <laughs> released with like eight days to go in the month as well. So it only finished behind Mortal Kombat 11. It was which was a phenomenal finished... game. It sold really, really well as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it finished as the 19th best-selling game of the year. It's Sony's seventh biggest launch ever. For a studio that has never had a true mega hit, like, remember, this is the studio that before Lost Legacy, or not Lost Legacy, uh, Golden Abyss, did Siphon Filter exclusively. Yeah. Like, they had games that we liked, but were never, like, massive, massive hits, right? They were hits in the context of PlayStation 1. But they never released a game on PS3. This is the first console game they had done in, like, 12 years. Mm-hmm. And even that last one was a port of a PSP game to PS2 at the very end of the PS2's life cycle. Like, I don't know what more you want. People clearly bought this. They were going to bat for your game online. I can't tell you the amount of criticism I saw directed towards reviewers who said that hey this game feels kind of half-baked right now like it's got some really cool ideas but it feels like it needed like another six months in the oven and that seemed to be the general consensus from the people i talked to as well who played it at launch who were like hey i really like this i was really looking forward to this the frame rate dips literally are making it unplayable like the motorcycle was disappearing from underneath Mm -hmm. the player character like the cyberpunk style issues just not to that extent and so well, I it was close. It was I would understand why you're frustrated, especially if you're playing on a PS4 Pro and this is still happening. Mm-hmm. The fact that it took you six to 12 months to fix your game does not mean we should heap praise on you for that. You should have had Sony is a reasonable enough developer that if you go to them and say, hey, we need some more time in the oven. We know we promised you the game by now. We know we're going over budget. We really need another few months in the oven. They would have said, go for it. We've seen it with God of War. We saw it with Uncharted 4. We saw it with The Last of Us 2. We saw it Ghost of Tsushima. All of these games got delayed. Spider-Man, like, all got delayed in order to make the best possible product. So, to me, this feels like a classic case of studio mismanagement at the end of the day. And this is a guy who is desperate to point fingers somewhere else, which is kind of the impression I got from the Jeff Ross interview, too. Like, no, no, it's not me. It's not me. It, it's on. It's on. It's on the higher ups, and it's oh, on. It's you, on the players for not supporting us. Like, don't you? Don't you love that? Now, I'm not saying. Now, I'm not saying every developer is infallible. I'm not saying that because no. look at. Oh. I mean, like if we if we want to talk about some, uh, snake oil salesmen in video games, look, we 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 look no further than Randy Pisford. But anyway, you know, um, I I never liked the narrative. You know, you don't. You don't mess with your freaking bankroll and by your bankroll i mean your customer base you yeah. don't do that yeah. you don't do that because you know just like i know some people do not like uh yosef Fares, the creator yeah. of uh the, creator of it, the director for it takes two and and, and a way out oh, some people don't like him some people don't like it because of his cockiness and stuff like that you know the one thing he never does he never comes at gamers yeah he never comes at gamers you know and i just feel like i, I just feel like this particular situation with garvin it just really sounded like, you know, like he's still butthurt behind things, you know, because let me, okay, Days Gone came out almost two years ago. Yes, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Garvin has been, huh? What? What was that? You're muted. muted. No way. You're muted on Skype. Oh. How'd that happen? Hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, what was the last thing I said? I'm sorry. I you don't, don't 
Okay. Uh, okay. So, okay. So basically, basically, my my whole problem with the whole Garvin Garvin thing on Jaffe's uh, on Jaffe's show is the fact that he just came at he just came at the he just came at the gamers, the clients, and everything, without fully realizing that hey, like just like how I said earlier, it was an unknown game from you guys. You know, nope. Last week, I, I made an apology to Sony Ben for the fact that I did not jump on Days Gone when it was brand new. It was on my list of games to get, but at the time, there was other stuff There was other stuff going on, and also, some of the stuff I had seen for Days Gone didn't seem like the game was just going to be up to snuff enough for me to say it needs to be a day one purchase, you know? The I marketing for this game was abysmal. Yeah. That too. That's the one thing, that's the one thing we can say, yes, he is, he is right in, in the way he told his, story, his side of the story. Sony did not market it well. But the marketing I did see for the game looked a little chaotic. You it, know, made the it, game... I, I, I said this when it was first unveiled at E3, uh, several years before it came out. I, when everybody raved about it being the one more thing, I was like, really? Like, this whole zombie thing feels like it's really played out. Like, I've done the hordes of zombie thing. I've done yeah. it in a shopping mall on the 360. Yeah. Like, I, I loved Dead Rising because it was so wonky. And I was like, hey, if this does something cool, I'm here for it. Like, I love Sam Witwer. Like, I'll, I'll check this out. But... A new IP is always going to be harder to sell than a sequel to an existing game. Like, you're comparing your game to the fucking game of the generation in God of War. Like, mm-hmm. how 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 far up your own ass do you have to be to make that comparison and think that you're making a good point? Like, I have no problem saying that the things I've seen of Days Gone, Days Gone since it was fixed, and especially it running on PS5, I actually want to play this game now when I get a PS5, but holy shit, when I see comments like this from a developer, it makes me not want to support anything you work on in the future. Because you're blaming us for a game that sold really well, for a new IP to finish in the top 20 when it's, an, when it's a platform exclusive and it's not Nintendo is remarkable. Yeah, yeah. That does not happen. And I, I just I don't understand where you get off coming and blaming the fans who very clearly supported your game. And again, like we're defending it en masse online, maybe not in a way that you really wanted them to either. And just I don't know. And you have it. and you have gamers sinking into a lost cause. They're running a, they're yeah. running a petition to bring up a game that Sony says we are not interested in doing. Yeah. Yeah. That, and so- that is the baffling part to me as Sony goes, Sony looks at these sales and goes, oh, no, we're good. We don't want a sequel. Like, I think if this game had been on Xbox, I don't think Phil Spencer could have turned this into a franchise any quicker. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the reasoning why Sony, like, but, you know, walked away from the idea of a sequel. Maybe, they, I don't know. I, I really can't speak for Sony on this. They probably know something that we, we really don't. To me, that comes back to what you said last week, though, about uh, is Sony too focused on blockbuster games? And I think that this fits in that because this is not this isn't a super cinematic game. Let's be honest. It's not it's not a God of War. It's not an Uncharted. It's not not Horizon. It's not Horizon. Yeah. Like, hell, it's not even Ratchet and Clank. It's it's not even Ratchet and Clank. Last couple of Ratchet and Clank games have like a whole cinematic like flair to it now. It's not just some freaking like, you know, like, like run and smash stuff game anymore. I want to say this in the nicest way possible because I don't mean this to be a diss at all. This feels like a game from the old Sony. This feels like a PSP Sony game. Yeah. Yeah. But prettier. And that's not bad at all. Like, it feels like a late-stage PS3 game that just got delayed repeatedly for, like, seven years. Oh, that's right. 
So now I, I would like to bring this up. So in in reference to the question of do gamers um, control or can, can gamers get uh, IPs canceled? I almost want to use a John Cena quote, and so don't make fun of me for this, but. There, there, there's a there's a great promo that John Cena once did where he goes, you know, they have always had control, referencing to the crowd, with how they spend their money, with what they consume via the internet, and what they watch on TV. They've always had the power. So as much as like the white noise of social media will help get stuff canceled and stuff like that, it's what what are gamers actually going to put their money into? Yeah. Um, it's specifically like what's what's the hardcore audience going to look into? Hardcore audience is, is is for games like Concrete Genie to get the funding that it needs. The overall uh, gamers are, are the ones who get the God of Wars and the Horizons and, and and the Uncharted funded. Like if it if it, if an IP gets canceled, it's strictly because of sales, or unless it were such a hostile work environment that. It's just completely out of hand. Also, also, I, I will also go and say like Sony headquarters probably pay attention to all the reviews. Like they, because here's the thing about it. Like, I mean, yeah, game sale, all these, the companies don't look at sales of a game like three years after it's been released. They look at it in the first, first two weeks, the first two months, the first six months. They, they don't look at it past that. So if the game doesn't do, if the game doesn't do well, the game doesn't review well in the first six months. The writing's on the wall. I, I hate the to game say so, it. And the game sold very well. I mean, like, we, we broke yeah. it down. It finished, like, 18th on the NPD charts. Yeah. But those reviews were – some of those were pretty scathing. Mm -hmm. And I, and I don't it wasn't, know. Like, and it wasn't even aimed at the developers. It was aimed at just the product. It wasn't even – those reviews – because I read I read the three different reviews when I was getting this yeah. write-up together. They were aimed at the the product, not the developers. They yeah. they had nothing but good things to say about Sony Ben's first outing on like a major console. It's you know it's it's a weird conversation to have, I think, because Sony clearly wanted a game like this. Like it feels like the old one. I don't know. It feels like something that like God bless them that. Uh, not Sean Layden. Who was it that came before Sean Layden? I forget his name, but he was always on the stage at E3. He he was the head during the back half of PS3. Uh, you said about Jack Trenton. Like, you said about Jack, Jack Trenton. Trenton. This feels mm -hmm. like a Jack Trenton move. This game feels like something that he would have greenlit and quite possibly did, frankly. Yeah. That him or Sean Layden did. And it almost feels like it was like, all right, let's just, let's just get it out the world. Let's get rid of it. Like, this game is going nowhere. We're sinking money into it. It's so different than what the goal of Sony seems to be now. Like, Logan mm -hmm. brings up a game like Concrete Genie, and that's a game that you're going to get that hardcore audience, and you'll be good. Like, that doesn't have to it, – it, it's the Sean Layton video all over again about Vibribbon, right? This didn't yeah. have to be a multi-million seller. It was enough that people enjoyed it and liked it because we're here to have fun and enjoy games. And Days Gone, I mean, we don't know how many costs were put into this. I know it was rebooted, I believe, at least once or twice. I think it started out as a Vita game. Like, there's just that, there's a fascinating history there behind this game and behind Bend in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if you're not making a Days Gone 2, it's because it doesn't fit with the model of how you're doing your games, which is the third person, the cinematic. Right. Yeah. So. Well, it and, and and also Sony's drifting more into the hardcore storyline, which Days Gone had a good story. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the game, but if, if you're going to be a single player game, they want you to have just the most absolute kick ass um, 
uh, story that you've ever seen. They want they, yeah. they want somebody that's going to be able to grip players and a story that people are going to talk about for years and years. I mean, you look at you look at God of War and why that game is such a huge success is because it was complete different different than any other game in the series because it told such a brilliant, freaking beautiful story. That's true. And it just uh, it feels like something that very distinctly doesn't have an audience on PlayStation. Like this feel, exactly. again, this this feels like a game that I feel like I'd be browsing the Xbox store and I would see it on there. If this game had a ten hour campaign instead of a thirty hour campaign, like it would have fit that notch perfectly where it introduces yeah. the series, it gets people into that kind of genre and that kind of gameplay, but doesn't take so much time that gamers have to get fully invested into it. Like right. ten hours right. is, is a weekend game. And that's yeah. what it should have been. 30 hours is a lot to ask somebody to sink into a brand new IP. That's not an RPG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hell, I think, hell, I think 15, 20 hours is asking you a bit too much sometimes. Like yeah. 15, 15 is probably your cutoff in all seriousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're a brand new IP, you need to have, you need to have it be as long as Miles Morales. That's a good benchmark. I think. Yeah. Like horizon, I think, was a combination of the right place at the right time, and it was so different from anything, and it still is different from anything PlayStation's done. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's probably your one exception, and even that, like, so, like, we we know that Sony and Herman Holtz doubted that that game was going to be a success. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until after that first E3 showing that they were like, oh, my God, like, this may actually, we may actually stick the landing on this, like, yeah. sales-wise. So. Yeah. All right, any final I, words? Any final words? Uh, well, I <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna say that I just think that days gone. I think when they look at it, they're not looking really at a financial standpoint because I think it, it made its money and did what it needed yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. I think what it is is just, and and I'm not gonna count the review scores at, at the first part because there's a day one patch that was like a huge update on days gone. Yeah. So yeah. those sevens could have been eights. It really fixed a lot of bugginess on that first day because I think the review copies came like two weeks before they had like a giant 20 gig patch like mm-hmm. day one. I think it was yeah. like a huge thing. Um, so I don't think it's worried about that. And I think that the fact that they're giving Sony Bend another chance to do a brand new IP goes to show you that they trust them. Exactly. They're, like, yeah. they're yeah, not worried like, about and, them. And they have, the full, back, they have the full backing and support of Sony too. Like, yeah. What more can you know? Like Garvin, Garvin could have stayed in his lane and stayed at Tony Bend and, and yeah. been and been sitting back fat, you know. But it it seems to me like maybe he's just a little bitter, and maybe with him leaving, that's kind of why they were like maybe they were already pushing into a new IP was what they were doing, and they didn't want him part of it. I feel like there's there's some animosity Ooh. there that's not that's not they quite didn't want, they didn't out. want they didn't want his baggage basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe a new IP is the way to go. I I I personally would rather have a new IP. I mean, God yeah. of War 2 is cool and Horizon 2 is cool, but those are knockouts. Like those are huge knockouts and Ghost of Tsushima is a is a knockout as well, but I don't think Days Gone fits that upper echelon as those games do. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're just saying, "Hey, go ahead and do another IP." And maybe you'll have that game and maybe you'll get to do that, but they're it's not like they just shipped them like they did you know, the uh, second Sony San Diego uh, team or the Santa Monica team where, uh, <laughs> you know, they just, they're like, all right, go work on Uncharted now. Like they're letting them have their own IP. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
and I mean, like, it. if the identity crisis we heard about is is to be believed, like, I mean, obviously that studio's gone through some stuff since Days Gone came out. Yeah. And even even if you're joking internally at Sony about, oh, like, that that's a Naughty Dog support studio, like, that's got to be really disheartening for a studio that's been around as long as Naughty Dog. Mm-hmm. Was yeah. critically acclaimed in the PlayStation One games with Siphon Filter, and it really lost that hasn't had an identity for the last fifteen years or so. But clearly, Sony still has faith in them if they're letting them do a brand new IP. New IP yeah. is risky; it's expensive. Who knows? This could be their best game ever. Like, it's not right. a stretch to think that yeah. it could be. And, like, and we'll and we'll know four or five years from now whether Sony Ben is really getting that much trust, or this is something that they're putting on the back burner or they're treating them like yeah. you know the second party studio that's working for Naughty Dog so right now I don't really feel too terrible for Sony Ben they're getting to make uh-huh. a new IP oh no yeah I, I'm done like like Gorilla's gonna be stuck on Horizon for a while <laughs> you know it's better <laughs> like, being stuck on Killzone we know, yeah, and, I we, mean, know Santa true, Monica, but... we know Santa Monica is working on a new project like they're wrapping up yeah. God of War Ragnarok and they're working on a new project yeah yeah but Sony Santa Monica Monica is a huge studio too, so well, yeah, yeah, much bigger than Ben right now. But and and this is you know, and Ben's studio. I I dropped the link in the chat. Uh, it's a Reddit thread. It's Ben. They've you know, it's mod approved. It's a real person that did work for Sony, but they can't uh, they can't uh, confirm that anything that they said is true. But they actually talk about how Sony Ben had an infamous game on PS Vita. Like that was going to be a thing, I but heard about as soon that. I as the PSV just got jailbroke, they're like they turned the switch off everything. They said, yeah. "Look, is gonna die now because <laughs> everyone's freaking it at this point." So, um, and he is right about that part. Um, but as far as like buying a game day one, like I, that thing went over my head. Like I didn't really <laughs> take too much from it. It was like whatever, man. Like of man. course. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I saw four different articles about him saying that, and I was like, man, I was like, man, is he really talking out of his ass right now? Yeah, like, well, like gamers, gamers are the reason why he had the opportunity to make Days Gone. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I'll say this: like, if you want a game that's gonna be bought day one, make your game something completely different that we haven't seen before. Exactly. Because yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Don't run, the, don't run the coattails of, per, of, of, of like popular franchises like Resident Evil and The Last of Us. Don't do that. Don't run, on yeah. coats, don't run the coattails like, of Uncharted. Don't do not do that. You know, but do also, something. don't throw a hissy fit that your game didn't sell 18 million copies and get games generational. Right. Exactly. Well, exactly. Well, I guarantee I guarantee you, Housemark is Housemark is not going to be like you know like spitting in everybody's eye when Returnal comes out. No. Yeah, I mean, and I think this is why it doesn't compare to Horizon and Ghost of Tsushima because those games are doing something that we hadn't seen before, mm-hmm. especially Horizon. Like I bought Horizon Day One, I bought the collector's edition. I had no idea what I was getting when I got that game, except that I was going to play a badass <laughs> uh, Aloy who was fighting robot dinosaurs. That's cool. We've never seen that before. But when yeah. you give me something that I've seen in about 12,000 episodes of it, Walking Dead. I was just about to say, it looks like us, a Walking Dead clone. You know, so, That's why I said like, it, feel, it feels like a late PS3 game. I mean, with this, if this game had come out at the height of the Walking Dead popularity, it would have been a slam dunk. Like, you would have yeah. seen this game for the next decade. The other part yeah. of the issue, too, is that first trailer that we saw at Days Gone happened right as we also got our first trailer for Last of Us 2. Yeah. And I honestly didn't know at the start of their, both the trailers if it was a continuation of The Last of Us Part 2. 
Because like it looked like just like the opening sequence that they just showed us in Last of Us Part Two. Like, oh yeah, you know what? You you are right about that because I remember there was I had a little bit confusion of that too because I was like, wait, is this another Last of Us title? I thought this was like a spinoff title or something. Yeah, I was like, is this like a new mini game or like there there was nothing that that made it look distinct or original at all. Yeah, yeah. But all right, that's all I really have to say about it. But I uh. I, I wish Sony Ben the, the best. I think Josh yeah. Carvin's – I wish him the best in whatever he does, but maybe maybe just but next, don't but say anything. Maybe <laughs> humble your ass. What's, yeah. what's, what's the term? Don't take a dump in the same place you eat? Yeah. And I'm saying that I'm, I'm saying that nicely, by the way. I'm not saying I'm not saying the actual <laughs> like the actual yeah. like real saying. You and know, so, from the, so the saying are, from the south. <laughs> and Sony fans are hardcore. I mean they'll yeah. The, the hardcore bands, they'll buy anything. They'll buy Hohokum. You know, they'll buy they'll buy all these like random games. Yeah. So you you're talking yes. to a wrong crowd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if so you're accusing Sony fans of not being loyal, maybe you should make sure that you're working on Sony and not on Xbox. Yeah. Like you re- you want a place where a new franchises go to die? Go over there. Hey, hey, I know this. Yeah. He wouldn't be able, like, he wouldn't he wouldn't be able to pull this at Nintendo. I'll say that much. Like, <laughs> and let's be honest. If Recore would have dropped on Sony, I guarantee you there'd be Sony people talking about how it's one of the best games of the year. Like, oh, no. dude, I've, I've already said this that I, I'm waiting. I, I'm waiting to go check the timelines of anybody who trashed Sunset Overdrive for the inevitable remaster on PS5. Which oh my I God, cannot wait be- for. Like, oh my god, it's such a great game now! Like, oh my god, Xbox such a Like, motherfucker, you just spent the last seven years telling me about how that's a terrible, broken game. I cannot wait to shoot bunnies out of a mother-loving cannon. Like, I've been waiting for that. Now, to be fair, Sunset Overdrive is an actually good game, though. Sunset Overdrive's awesome. No, but that's that's what I'm getting at. Like, that was an actual good game that underperformed terribly because of horrible marketing. And, like, that just goes to show, like, I mean, like, fans over there don't want to support new IP. They want the same shit. Like, Sony gives you the creative freedom to do a new IP, but, you know, they've got to market it, and you've got to give a product worth buying. That's all it is. I like, I like how he said on David, Jaff- David Jaffe's show, who just came out and said that Sony is the best place for people to make new IPs. Like, they well, give you the freedom to do whatever you want. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> to go on his show and say – Oh yeah, my IP didn't work because of Sony. Well, <laughs> everyone else's did. That's a little yeah, that's a little silly. Like, I mean, and you can't even pin that one on like Jim Ryan because Ryan didn't take over until after Days Gone came out. Like, are you really telling me Sean told you you couldn't do whatever you wanted? Really? <laughs> You're telling me Sean fucking Layden didn't have your back? <laughs> it's not my fault if your game took five years to make. Yeah. So. Well, there you have it. Um, I'm going to pose this question to our audience. Uh, audience, uh, hit us up on PlayStation uh, PS underscore Crossroads on Twitter. Let us know something. Uh, okay, so we know we know that Days Gone Two is not happening. It's 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 gone. Don't so don't even worry about it. But we want to know. We want to know Crossroads. What makes a game worthy of a sequel to you? Worthy of a sequel to you? Don't worry. We'll also tweet it out on um on our on our Twitter so you guys can see the question as well. But uh. I promised that Rumor Control was coming back this week, and guess what? Rumor Control is here because we have we have a doozy for you. Uh, there's cryptic Metal Gear tweets that are sparking rumors of a possible series announcement this week. All right, this is coming to us from our friends at PSU.com. A series of bizarre tweets have sparked 
hope that something could be announced this week. First off, someone has created a Twitter account named Tom Olson with the biography stating that he's serving as a maintenance technician at the Big Shell. Big Shell, y'all. <laughs> this is obviously the setting for Metal Gear Solid 2, uh, Sons of Liberty. And the account itself only follows official Metal Gear-related accounts, as well as Hideo Kojima and the New York Mets baseball team. <laughs> a lot of his tweets have been related to Metal Gear Solid 2, of Ugh. course. <laughs> While this may seem like a playful, uh, like playful fun, it's worth noting that official Metal Gear, the, MS, the official Metal Gear account, has responded to him, and there seems to be something going on here as they're both obviously playing along with each other. All right, all right, guys. Question: Is Konami playing a move with Metal Gear, such as, a, as such as the rumored Metal Gear Solid One and Two remakes that keep cropping up around the web, or are are we just getting the wool pulled over our eyes again? It's a pachinko machine. Oh God. <laughs> Oh no! I, no, I I don't want to believe that at the Nintendo indie show that the the game I'm most excited about is coming from Konami. That that <laughs> blew my mind. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't even want. I don't even. I was like, I don't even want to like it anymore because it's Konami. But hey, like, <laughs> maybe they're, they're getting back in the game. Who knows? I I I would I would like to see this just because. I think uh, it deserves it. I think yeah. Metal Gear Solid deserves it. This kind of this kind of remastering and everything, but I don't. Wait, wait, hold I on. I, hold on. I need I need to ask the question: Is now the time for Metal Gear Solid One and Two remake? Is is now the time? You know, given that everybody hates the idea of a Last of Us remake. Yes. Give well, it the point. <laughs> here, here's the thing: I cannot play Metal Gear Solid One. Two, three, or four on my PS5 right now. I can't. Wait, I can play two. last. Wait, 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 wait! You can't. Wait, you can't play Phantom Pain or in Ground Zeroes. I thought you could on PS5. That's five. No, yeah, you can play five. Oh, five. Ground oh, Zeroes. God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you really want to play Metal Gear Solid Four again, though? Do you really? Okay, I, I'm gonna be honest here. I'm one of the few people who really like Four. Because okay, I think it's okay. the weirdest and it's most Kojima game. So okay, okay, <laughs> I like okay, okay. It's not my favorite. I, I, I don't I have I like nothing it. bad to say. I, I just had to ask the question though. That's all. I, I know that's gonna be a Final Fantasy VIII kind of conundrum here. <laughs> Wes, what do you think? <laughs> um I mean, I was never really um into the Metal Gear Solid series. It's just something I just never jumped into. Uh -huh. But I mean it seems like right now everybody's doing remasters. So going ahead and actually you mean, jumping into a Metal Gear 1 and 2 remaster probably would just be a little bit of an easier way for them to go ahead and just kind of just get more sales in before they actually go ahead and make um you mean, make something as a continuation of a, of a story. Yeah. I think they're hard up. I think they're hard up for new content, you know, to make, like, the next, like, in, you know, entry into the series. Because God knows, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid what, Survive? <laughs> that was not it. I think, I mean, if you're Konami, obviously you want to milk this a little bit more before you ultimately sell off the rights. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do think a, a remake of at least Metal Gear Solid 1 is coming. Because uh, let's be honest, Twin Snakes is the definitive way to play that game. That's true. And if you can do an actual remake, again, like, I, I implore you, please give it to Blue Point after what they did with uh, fucking Demon Souls. Please give yeah, it to them. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've now reached a point as gamers where we have expectations for a remake. It needs to be on the level of Demon Souls or Resident Evil 2 
or Final Fantasy VII. Like, it needs to feel like a fresh experience. It can't just have a fresh coat of paint slapped on it. It's mm-hmm. the PlayStation 1 game we're point. talking about, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think you have to do that. But seriously, watch this be nothing. Uh, watch it be a fucking <laughs> board game. I know. I Yeah. Watch it be a fucking board game. I could see that happening. This this is something j- that's just within the realm of possibility to be stupid enough for Konami to do. How radical? How radical would it be though? If Metal Gear Solid One remake came out came out with like the same mechanics and everything like Metal Gear Solid Five. Because think because think of like how Resident Evil Two and Three remakes are basically Resident Evil Four, Five, and Six. You know, <laughs> with the nostalgia. <laughs> Can you imagine? I... I mean, I'd, I'd like it. I, this is the one of the few franchises that I think, like, just Konami needs to sell off their couple franchises that actually mean something. Yeah. And let them go to developers that actually care. Like, I really would love to see Sony buy Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But if for nothing else than to make sure that the IP is preserved, because I, I don't think Kojima wants to go back to it at this point. Yeah. I think no, he's I, enjoying I, doing new no. weird shit. Yeah. And I don't, frankly, want anybody other than Hideo Kojima making a Metal Gear game. We're, we're straying too close to the Metal Gear storylines in real life. <laughs> I just, I, I really don't want to see this. I don't want to hear any more bullshit about a movie coming. Just, God, let remaster Metal Gear 1 and 2, maybe even throw 3 and 4 in there at this point. Just do the whole collection. Release it across all the platforms. And then wipe your hands and say, I'm done. I say I say remaster the original trilogy and and just move on at that point. You need to re-release four at some point. Like, that's one of the big points about the PS3 store. Well, actually, yeah, because four, yeah, because four does end the entire. It's four yeah. does end the entire big boss storyline. Well, it ends the sons of big boss storyline. It doesn't so much end the big boss storyline because it continues and I mean, in, in five. So one and four are the only Metal Gear Solid games you cannot play on a modern console. So even through backwards compatibility, yeah, and that's the problem that needs to be addressed. That sounds ridiculous. It's welcome to Konami. <laughs> I it, honestly, I can't believe that. It, I mean, I'm sure there have been calls, but I cannot believe that Sony's not calling them like weekly, being like, "Hey, man, can we, we'll we'll fund it? Can we do it? Can we do it? Yeah, Kojima, yeah. Kojima's not technically working for us. Can can we can we fund this? <laughs> we work with a guy named uh, Kideo Hojima. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and then you know. I, I I really hope that Sony will buy Metal Gear as long along with Silent Hill, which I would like more than a Metal Gear remake, and then Castlevania as well. I mean, I want you get all three of those. Those are those are the main I mean, those are the main yeah. three. I would I would also love to see a revival of the Zone of Ender series, but that's just me. But then that was also related yeah. to Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I don't I don't think you'll get another zone. I've been asking for zone yeah. of the enders for 20 years. You're not yeah. getting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Same. It, yeah, and you know honestly it ended on a good note with zone of enders. Yeah. So it did. It did. I, I do I do think that's that a game, the next That's a game that got an unexpected sequel by the way. Zone of Enders cuz Zone of Enders 1 did not do that well. <laughs> it got an HD remaster too. Yeah. I do think that you're going to see Sony buy Metal Gear within the next 12 months. Frankly, bold prediction. I think that they'll come out like at whatever their summer conference is or a state of play, a big state of play. You think Sony's going to make is, an offer that's too good to refuse? I mean, I think anything is too good to refuse right now where they'll be like, fuck you, we'll, we'll sponsor your next five years of Metal Gear Pachinko machines or something. I don't know. Like Konami's doing fuck all with video games other than 
whatever it was, a football manager or what? something. That's about what? all they do. Is They're what coming to, to Konami? E3 this year. Konami is coming to E3. Maybe that's when we get our announcement. But Sony's not coming. <laughs> Sony's Maybe not Sony? going to E3. Maybe they're coming in in Sony's stead. I think that's how you say it. Maybe they're. Oh I don't know. God. I don't know. What happened to What happened to Konami though? I mean, hell, the we, CEO we... Konami walks out and rips off his mask, and it's said Aoki Jima. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, Barry. You've been inside the game the whole time. <laughs> You've been inside the <laughs> Aoki Jima game this whole time. It's like it's like that's that. Uh, it. It's like the uh, the well, what is it? Uh, the Game of Thrones, where it's like, tell uh, I want you to tell I want you to tell her it was me. <laughs> That's gonna be Kojima. I want them to know it was me. <laughs> Just tell Cersei it was me. That that's what it was. Yeah. All right. Well, it's time to wrap. It's time to wrap this up. But hey, we we had a lot of fun tonight. I I really get I, us out of here. I really enjoyed it. Uh, real fast, guys. What have you guys been playing? What, what are you guys playing right now? Uh, everyone knows what I'm playing, so I'll go last. MLB The Show and Miles Morales. I hate you. I can't play MLB The Show just yet. MLB The Show and Destiny. I hate you, too. And Outriders. <laughs> okay, I don't hate you that I much. I could not get into Outriders. <laughs> so hard. I don't so the you secret that. is have two scotch and sodas and play with a group of friends, <laughs> and then continue drinking what if scotch I and don't sodas. Have any friends? That's <laughs> it fell as bad as I thought it would. <laughs> no one rode to your rescue on that one. I'm sorry, man. Austin, what's the why? Why do I even do shows with you if you're not going to come in when I need you once in a while? <laughs> I don't even support you on our own shows. <laughs> <laughs> Logan's just going to rage his, leave the call. His, his wife roasted me the entire weekend. like The whole time. Like, the like, whole time. The best. I mean, it sounds yeah. like it's an easy thing to do. Yeah, it's about as easy as your sister. Hey, hey, at least you got rid of Justin hey, Bieber. Hey, listen, here. she's a nice lady. Dorothy Bantooth is a saint. <laughs> if she remains sexually active until her death at 93. <laughs> God. Wes, what are you playing? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm, playing, yeah. I'm playing Outriders, which I'm actually enjoying without the scotch. Um, I'm playing Destiny <laughs> 2, Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah, that's basically it. A little bit of Fall Guys here and there, but. All right, all right. Yeah. Fall Guys is so much. Season 3 of Fall Guys has been awesome. I'm so. Ready. I've been enjoying it. I I really have. Is I'm, that, I'm I'm not in is as big one, as I used to be, but is that the one with the penguin yeah. that that season? Uh, I mean, there there is a penguin level still in it, but no, I'll this is all it's retro. all like futuristic. It's all futuristic. Yeah. Bloody neon. Doesn't it got like a Tron look to it? Yeah, yeah. It's all like neons yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Very Tron looking. Awesome. Uh, I am playing, I finished Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, the campaign last night, and, uh, is, it's, it's an okay campaign. It's definitely not the best, it's definitely not the worst Call of Duty campaign I've played. Um, Ron, did you ever buy, did you buy Cold War PS5? Uh, no. I know I was supposed to do that, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, I'm gonna tell you this. 
because remember, I the reason why I wanted to play it on the PS5 instead of the PS4 when I had it is because I wanted to do with the trigger effects and the stuff. Triggers? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna say it's not that cool. So you could just buy it on PC if you wanted to. <laughs> you know, I mean, it looks good. It looks good on PS5, but if you really just wanted to play it on PC, plot twist: Laurent's keyboard has impulse triggers. <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually because uh, a lot of people turn it off for multiplayer. I actually like it on multiplayer. Um, mm-hmm. I think it it keeps you from holding the button down farther, so it gives you quicker reaction time. Yeah. Um. So I I like it on that aspect, but as far as like it didn't jam like it I I thought it was going to and stuff like that. And maybe other games will do it better, but for this one, it just it was kind of half baked. I feel. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I started Odd World last night. Oh yeah, and how are you enjoying it? It, it, it looks like a PS5 game mm-hmm. in the cutscenes <laughs> and when you're playing it, but it doesn't play like a PS5. I've game. heard it's Aww. janky. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it's a more landing game, of course it is. Yeah, <laughs> but this this is not like it's not like a quirk of the game. It's just really annoying. Like it's just. The controls just doesn't add up, and like, I, I like lore landing games. Like I've liked the Auto World games. I've preferred the ones that I played on the Vita more than anything. I feel like it's, and I probably would like this game more, maybe more on Switch instead of my, you know, on PS5 console. But it definitely looks good. The cutscenes are awesome, and the game looks really beautiful, uh, for what it is. But it just does not play, like. I've literally been waiting for this game for like five years, so this is a little disheartening to hear. Yeah, same here. I, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting there. It just doesn't play well, and I'm only on. I just started the second level, so because I, because I yeah. just started. So, um, and I heard that it gets better midway through and on, and that's like the real strong points of the game. But we'll He's see. Got to fight till we'll then. See. Yeah. Um, and then I'm playing Dead Cells. Yeah, I, I caught you last night really, playing that. I, I, I caught you last night playing that because I was I was yeah. on I was on Switch playing something. Something oh, we all played, what you playing were playing Monster Hunter. You don't have I to. I wonder what you were playing. <laughs> I, I play I play roguelike games like Leron plays Monster Hunter. So most of the time I play so an unhealthy CD. amount. Yeah, an unhealthy amount. I love roguelike <laughs> games. <laughs> Dead Cells is one of my favorites that I jump back into. I got to get my dailies going. I gotta get my daily and Spelunky and Dead Cells and all that stuff. So, but yeah, uh, I I don't know what game Larava's played. <laughs> we already know. We don't even have to talk about it. <laughs> it starts with a monster and ends with Hunter. <laughs> oh, and I also have to say I did start because uh, Game Pass brought GTA Five back. So those of you who don't know, oh, I'm, a huge G- I'm a huge GTA nerd, right? So I put on my PS4 character a little over uh, about a thousand hours. Into my PS4. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know why. I don't know why I got excited because you said it was back. Game Game Pass PC and Game Pass Xbox have two different drops. Yeah, it's GTA Five. Yeah, it, it, it recently just came back to Xbox. So I was like, you know what I need to do? I need to start an Xbox character. So now I've got an Xbox character that I've sunk already about twenty four hours into in three days. So I, I love I, I love heisting in GTA. It's so when much it fun. left Game Pass the first time, I finally bought the game. I became part of the problem. I got because because uh, sumo was or the the game mode sumo was paying out triple money this week. Mm-hmm. I've been playing a ton of sumo and it's so much fun. Literally, all I do is heist because I have a buddy who's played so much GTA that he has like forty million dollars in the game. Yeah, 
and uh, he has the invisible stealth chopper, so we just fly in and do everything and then run away. And it's fantastic. <laughs> we, we don't actually have to try on so much of the stuff. Like, the getaway is the only part that's even remotely difficult for us at this point for the heist. But even that it usually just goes really bad. It's fun. It's a fun game with friends. All right. Well, uh, that's our show for tonight. But before we get out of here, Wes, uh, go ahead and oh. tell go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Um. Well, just uh, one of three Philly cats that started a podcast that we just love talking about console gaming. We go through Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, just everything we just enjoy about it. Um, I currently uh, stream my Twitches three days a week. I do my workouts. I do the Rank Fit Adventure. Every new follow equals two burpees at the end of the at the end of the stream. That's that's my new thing that I'm doing. I'm trying to get more people in, and I hate burpees, but I'm a whore for the brand. What can I say? What's uh, um, what's the most what's the most amount of burpees you've done so far on the on the stream? Um, none yet. Just cause <laughs> I, no. I well, no, I haven't. Like, like the, the big thing about it is going to just I mean, having having people like uh, join or, or follow while I'm doing the uh, while I'm mm-hmm. part of the stream and while I'm doing it, because then I can go ahead and just add it on. Okay. So I'm still I'm I'm still building it up. I'm still I'm still as waiting a, for it. As a guy who hates burpees, I know the feeling. So when's your next? Stream? Oh yes. When's your next stream? Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow at um, roughly 4:45 Eastern time. Oh, you might um, you might be you might be safe. <laughs> <laughs> you might be safe. <laughs> you make it a follow, but I'm not sure. <laughs> um, we also we also do a Freaky Friday. Um, they started with me hating scary games, so we make me play them in the dark. And now, oh, yeah. <laughs> genius idea. <laughs> I did. I did Resident Evil 2 remake. That was uh-huh. awesome. I ended Ooh. up loving the game at the end. Uh-huh. Um, I played Alien Isolation in the dark. I spent most of my time in the lockers. <laughs> yeah, yo, trust. I did. I did a playthrough of Alien Isolation for uh, Halloween, and uh, that game stressed me the hell out. Have oh, you done Dead Space? See, that's what it is. It's the anxiety. Like, like I, I just, I, I don't do well with like give me that type of anxiety in those scary games. But now, yeah, my boy, uh, one of our co-hosts, Andy, he's playing Blair Witch in the dark. Oh, such a good game. Such Ooh. a good game. It is hilarious watching him play this game. Like, I want to get a heart rate monitor to go ahead and put on the screen. I really do. Because it would be the greatest thing in the world. But, um, yeah, that's what we got going on. So, And then uh, every Monday night, I do a Destiny 2 Gambit run with uh, with some of my friends. All right, cool, cool. Um, also, while, while, while you have the mic, uh, go ahead and tell everybody where they can, where they can find you. Uh, you can find me personally at uh, Dragon underscore CGC. You can find the podcast, uh, Console Gaming Crew, at Console Crew. Every Sunday night, we drop a new episode. We just recently dropped an episode where we talked a little bit of news, but we also talked about what uh, PlayStation could do to go ahead and start being more competitive with, like, the Game Pass and everything else like that. Like, like we had a whole bunch of topics that we talked about. It was actually a lot of fun. Um, we have another console through history that's going to be coming up soon. That one is going to be uh, the Atari Pong system. Nice. So that's, mm. a, so that's a nice little uh, nice little 20-minute filler for for everybody. Nice. But, um, yeah, they drop every Sunday night, and um, we record every Saturday. So we always try to get something out as quick as possible. Oh, cool. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Josh, uh, plug yourself. As always, Twitch and Twitter at Josh underscore Finn with two N's. And every Thursday night at Tower Casuals, baby. And, <laughs> we got to poss- talk about Destiny. We got to talk Guardian games. And possibly this upcoming Sunday on Standard Definition. And possibly, occasionally, 
whenever I ask Corey if I can just jump in 10 minutes before we start recording. Uh, <laughs> well, well, Corey's not running the show right now. Joe and I oh, are running the show. Oh, but you also have a reign of terror going on then. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Corey, I love you, but uh, Ner- Nerd and I have taken over the tower. We keep auditioning different titans to replace you. <laughs> I do run as a titan. Oh, oh God, there we go. There you God go. God damn it. There you Christmas go. Corey's going to be out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, it, it, it was a joke because uh, all our guests that we lined up were were titans for the last couple of weeks, and uh, so we, we so we started with the the dollar store titan. We moved up to Target, and we're 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 trying to get back up to like our IKEA titan, which is Corey. No, nobody had to be great value. Like we we figure the next step will be Whole Foods. I mean, I might be at like TJ Maxx. I might not be quite there. Yet. Uh. So so basically what you're saying you're actually a home goods, man. You're a home goods. Basically what you're saying is basically you saying really is on try, a, on a, you can be an IKEA too. <laughs> I feel motivated now. Logan, plug yourself, man. Hey, you know, we announced a bunch of stuff over at Boss Rush Entertainment. We got a whole article up on BossRushGames.com. You take a look at everything we announced, including some new shows. Um, one one of the things that did make it onto that is Dugout Talk, which is a new live show coming on Twitch.tv slash LandParty on BRG. Every Sunday night at 7 p.m., I'm going back through the week of baseball and talking about it. And then catch me on Land Party. Catch me on um, all the good, cool stuff when we make uh, at Twitter, at Logan Corkins. All right, and um, I'm gonna go next because uh, after me, Austin will uh, Austin will take it out because he has something special for you guys. Uh, you can find me on social media exodus803 exodus803. Uh, that's pretty much everywhere you can find me at on social media. Also, uh, that is my gamer tag, so you can find me on most places I play video games at with that. Uh, don't forget, you're watching the show right now on Twitch.tv/slash exodus803 Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and if you really love me, come back tomorrow night, Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. for Hunters for Hire, the Monster Hunter show mm. for Boss Rush Games. Uh, Austin, you got it. Yeah. Uh, so you can find me at PlaystAustin on Twitter. You can find all my other information there. Uh, guys, we're going to be doing a Returnal giveaway. Yes. I want everyone to play this game because I love Mark and I want to support uh, you know, I want to support games at full price. <laughs> I'm going to do it twice. So, uh, I'm going to get, I'm going to, we're going to give away a free copy on the show. Uh, I think we have three ways to enter, uh, that we talked about LeBron. Yes. We're put a tweet out so you can retweet that tweet when it comes out. And of course, follow us, show it, send us a picture of you subscribe to the podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, whatever. And then come back next Tuesday. If you're in the chat, we're going to give you a special code. If you give me that code, that's a third way to enter. Uh, and uh, we'll give it away. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll give it away on April 30th. I'm not going to make you wait. So we'll give it away on April 30th, uh, whenever that game comes out. Yeah, so I want people to play Returnal. I, I love Housemark. So you got. So as of right now, you have 10 days. Yeah, you got 10 days. Uh, actually... I, we should. I'll type out that tweet. I'll get it out tonight. And okay, then, cool. So yeah, yeah. If you if you retweet it, show us that you subscribe, and then come back next week and get in the chat. We'll uh, give you all three ways to enter for the returnal. You don't have to do all three, but you have more of a chance if you do all three. So, all right.
Thank you. And uh, that's our show for tonight. We'd like to go ahead and give a big thanks to you for tuning into the Cross Rush. Uh, cro- cross Rush. Cross Rush. Wow. <laughs> cross Rush. No, I've been doing vid. Okay, uh, Corey, needs a, hur- Corey needs a hurry up. Have and- you been drinking or have I? <laughs> I I I, I, I I promise you this is water in here, officer. <laughs> Vodka and water look identical. This is just like my senior gym class. <laughs> Corey needs to hurry up and come back from paternity leave. I swear I've been doing too much production. <laughs> but but yes, a big thanks to you for tuning into the Crossroads PlayStation Podcast. Here's a reminder. Head over to BossRushGames.com and take a look at all the content BossRush has to offer. Uh, check out this week's uh, art, uh, this week. Check out Stoy's BossRush banner article that's up right now talking about flow theory. You're going to learn something new, I promise. Uh, there's also a, a big discussion on the BossRush podcast, the latest BossRush podcast episode about delays in the gaming industry. Uh, you might want to check that out. We had a bunch of things to say that day. And uh, yeah, there's letters from the editor from... Um, some guy talking about some stuff on Boss Rush Entertainment. I, I, I forget his name. Uh, uh, something Corky or something like that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Logan <laughs> to the cork. Yeah. Logan, Logan's, uh, well, Logan's letter. Cork in it, Corkins. <laughs> Logan's letter to the editor is out right now. Check it out. Like It, it, it talks about the upcoming lost, uh, roster for uh, for shows for, uh, uh, I was about to say Land Party, but for Boss Rush Entertainment. Because uh, he's practically the czar of that now, too. <laughs> I mean, oh, pretty much, yeah. But it's cool. We have an I awesome mean, team, though. I mean, who can we who brought can in all new the... people? Hold on, hold on. I got, I got to give a quick shout. We brought in two new people that are amazing, and we brought Caleb, who knows everything there is to know about Bible Man, and then we brought Thomas Cordrean, who's going to be helping us on the sports and wrestling side as well. So, like, I'm super pumped to have both these guys in. That's not. And a we decided to keep Austin. He knows so... everything about Bible Man. He's really covering great... all of our bases now. <laughs> We got Bible Man coverage. We're waiting for the spinoff show. It's coming. And uh, yeah. and, Ron, and get us out of here. Yeah, and before and before I forget, uh, special shout to Zoomy two thousand nine. Thanks for tuning in tonight, brother. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you for keeping us entertained in the chat. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, Boss Rush Games is calling all writers. Are you passionate about video games? Uh, you enjoy writing and are hoping for a place to publish? Uh, give us an email at opportunities at brg at gmail.com to apply opportunities at that's spell that out at opportunities at brg at gmail.com to apply if you're curious about what we do uh head over to bossrushgames.com today and check us out um you once more you can chat with us keep the conversation going on twitter at ps underscore crossroads we hold it down for more news events and topics make sure to head over to our twitter sometime in the next couple of hours the giveaway information and details will be available the boss horse games family wants you all to have a great day and of course go out there play games and be better have a great night guys we'll be back here next week bye-bye see y'all see